Hello and welcome to 60MW Podcast. I'm Chris and I'm joined by my lovely spiky friend from outer space. It's Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. Gizmo Kaka. <laughs> Wrong show, I think. Well, you know, sort of. We've done that one well, already. No, it, well, it is, the, it is the wrong show, but you know, if yeah, you know what I mean. It, mm, there's similarities, sort of. Lot, yes, yes. Well, there you are. Um, well, thank you very much for joining us uh, on a Spotlight Reflection movie show, which is our opportunity to go back to the films from our childhood and to revisit them. Uh, sometimes when we haven't seen them for a very long time, um, and to review them and to go back and chat about them and to dissect the film uh, and uh, just decide whether or not we like it anymore if, if the memories live up to our jaded miserable current selves does that sound about right <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd, I'd say so yeah it's like oh fuck it let's just destroy everything we ever loved let's let's ruin our childhoods yes <laughs> we're at that age where everything's shit the world's <laughs> shit. Everyone in it's a wanker, and so what? Why pretend that we enjoyed growing up? Why don't we just make that miserable as well, so we can just suffer our anarchically stupid, pointless existence before we all deteriorate into fucking soil? Well, there you go, and that—that's—that's that's why we do these. Uh, yeah. it, it helps to distract us as well from from life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so. We are here to talk about a film from 1986. And I should also just mention our little... Well, it's not little anymore. It's our big back catalogue of movies. Um, We have got lots uh, in this Spotlight Reflection show. The latest one that's just been released is um, Every Which Way But Loose with Clint Eastwood. And the sequel is on the way. That's already been recorded. And Dave has it on his desktop, ready to release to the world. So hopefully you'll go back and listen to those. And also, not released yet, but Dave has it. I sent it to him yesterday, as of recording, on the 11th of February, 2022. Um, He has the stuff which we did uh, in our last show, which was your pick. It was. Actually, um, we, we've now done The Stuff, The Blob. It feels like it needs a The Thing, or or maybe not The Thing, because that's probably too good. It definitely needs another The Something. And then we'll have like a a separate trio. Now, people could take the show, we could release it as a... No, we could. I don't know what I'm fucking wibbling on about, but it's <laughs> the, the The Trilogy. We've almost got a The The Trilogy. Yes. I, well, I know what you mean. Um, so, I'm glad you do. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do. Well, it's kind of ironic at the minute. I mean, we, we kind of. I mean, we've done a few horror films, haven't we? Uh, yeah. Would you class this as a horror film? I don't know, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but we, we've kind of we we do seem to be going down a route of eighties horror movies, so stroke horror comedies. Um, I think it's kind of kind of. Uh, oh shit! There's a. Why do I always forget words? It's inevitable. Kind of inevitable, because we're sort of the same age, and and we both rented videos we shouldn't have done when we were nippers. But we were, you know, we we're never going to be able to rent out the porn. So it's only, re- <laughs> no, the horror, the, hor- the horror shelf, well, horror-ish shelf, was always the one you'd go for, generally, I think. Yeah, um, so, uh, you know, and, and I think it's it's inevitable that we will we- revisit these movies at some point. Mm. And, but we do seem to be on a bit of a roll. Um, and as I've mentioned, we are talking on this particular episode uh, about Critters from 1986. Um, 
had you watched Critters before? I mean, you mentioned in the last show that you actually got a lovely box set of them. Yeah, and I'll be honest, I don't know when I got it uh, at all. It was still wrapped in its cellophane. It was on DVD, so it's not a recent purchase. Um, So it's just been wrapped up forever. Um, The weird thing is, and I I don't... Do you know what? I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Now, you remember Timmy Mallet? I do. Mallet's Mallet, yes. Yes. Whackaday. Whackaday. Now, do you remember the Saturday programme of which Whackaday was like a half-term spin-off? I don't know. The Wide wide Awake Club. Oh, the Wide Awake Club, yes. Yes. So that's Tommy, was it Tommy Boyd, Michaela Strachan, Timmy Mallet, I think, was on it every now and then. I think he was like a, he wasn't like one of the main three presenters. And there's another bloke called James. Mm, Don't remember. Now, I don't know. I think it was on the Wide Awake Club. Uh, they used to have a little film review thing, and I'm pretty sure that was Timmy Mallet. And I, I would bet my balls and kneecaps <laughs> that I first saw Critters on the Wide Awake Club. Really? Yeah, because wow. now, I ugh, I think it may have been around the same time, or was it Whackaday? Might have been Whackaday. But it, it, I'm pretty sure it was, because I recorded it on video, on uh, video, because I used to watch it, because that's what kids do. Mm. I'm sure at the time he played a game over the phone. Remember people used to phone in and have phoning games? Yeah. He used to have a rubber version of Michael Jackson that used to stomp through porridge. Okay. And I'm positive the mess of that was still around and they showed a bit of Critters because it had just come out in the cinema and it was uh, they showed part of the scene in the barn. And if right. that is, if my memory is correct there and it's not twisted and fucked, that's a really weird place to hear about Critters first. But as far as seeing it, it's a rental. A rental all the way. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I just, it... just a weird... I, I need to know if that's real or not or if it's just my brain that's just gone wrong. You, you're going to have to look that up on... Well, I'm going to have to look it up on YouTube to see if it's there because, like you said... Well, the thing is, right, having watched Critters um, a night or two ago... It's a twelve now, yeah. and here's a here's a here's a question for you before I, I go into what I was about to say. Okay. So on Amazon Prime, uh, so I haven't got the DVD, and there isn't a YouTube version available for free. So I, I uh, was in the position of having to buy this. Uh, so I had a look on Amazon Prime, and it's available. You can rent it, but I, to me, I don't necessarily see the point in renting it as such. You know, if, um, so. I bought it. Now, there's an SD version and there's a HD version. Now, it's a 1986 movie, so I can't imagine the HD version's going to be a great deal different to the SD version. Just a bit cleaner, probably. Yeah. So, but one, the HD version is $7.99, okay? You'd expect the SD version to maybe be a couple of pounds cheaper or something like that. £5.49, perhaps. Yeah, just to sweeten the deal, just, you know... um, they're both the same price <laughs> how does that work why does that work <laughs> <laughs> that makes no sense whatsoever no. um but hey ho anyway never mind um now just to explain it a little bit so the wide awake club and Wackaday and those kinds of things timmy mallet was a british tv kids program wasn't it um yeah which was on after oh was it not gmtv what was it good morning britain was it or was it tvam TVAM, that's the one. Yes. So that again, TV, uh, morning TV show. So you had the boring shit, the news and whatever, and the chat, and then you had um, a sort of was it nine o'clock ish? Yeah, nine, yeah, nine nine thirty ish. That's 
on a, on a weekday, I think at 9.30 was Whackaday time. Mm-hmm. Um, at the weekend on a Saturday, I'm not sure. It might have, it might have been a little bit because Whackaday was like half an hour. I think Wide Awake Club was 60 to 90 minutes because it was like your main... It was the first of your... I think ITV uh, used to have two. They used to have two programs. I think it started off with Wide Awake Club. That was your early morning children's television. It might have even been an earlier than nine o'clock. And then after that, you'd get slightly more raucous things like Mega Mouth. Uh, do you remember that? No, I don't remember that one. That had, uh, I think that had Gabby Roslin on it. Okay. Uh, Mega Mouth, or even earlier than that, it might have been like number 73 with Sandy Toxvig. I remember that. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So these are all children's TV. For people who have no idea what we're talking about, um, I would imagine most people outside of the UK have no idea what we're talking about. The- these are all children's TV programs aimed at, you know, younger children. Um, uh, sort of like, you know, I suppose, uh, pre-teen. Because I can't imagine many teenagers w- watched stuff like this. Well, but- unless they were cracking one off to Michaela Strachan. <laughs> there is that um but the uh, sorry this isn't a timmy mallet podcast but it's just worth <laughs> noting hey, there's an idea <laughs> <laughs> how times change even then times were changing so he had a game called mallet's mallet and oh. it was two kids and was it a word association game or something yeah like that's that? all that was all it was so two two horrible little shit bags just sat opposite each other on a stool timmy would give one of them a word like uh, fucking phone, and then one would have to go uh, handle, and the other would go call. Then association back and forth. And Timmy Mallet had a great big sort of spongy foam mallet, and when someone took too long or got it wrong, he'd hit around the head with it. Yeah, he would, which was amazing, which was kind of cool, you know. Because the thing is, I can't imagine that this thing really hurts particularly. No, no. Um, and yet, the, I can't remember why it changed, but maybe there were complaints. Um, and But then, as it turned out, he w- had to stop hitting children around the head uh, with his foam mallet. Um, and he hit, like, the, uh, the the buzzer, which was on the, uh, the you know, or hit something yeah. that was, wasn't their heads, basically. It was rubbish, then. Shit. Yeah, we're a load of shit. Um, so we know we talk about PC stuff now and it's like oh every, the world's gone PC and woke and all this that and the other it was happening then as well you yeah, know you, like, you can't hit a kid with a mallet you can't put your cock in the mouth or whatever it was, <laughs> what was going on at the time yeah yeah oh no the bastards um but uh yeah anyway so the the point i was making uh, well, there was a point before yeah, where, where did where did this kick what was the question well you brought it up so this is where you your first recollection of being oh, aware yes. of critters was on the wide awake club so it was kind <laughs> maybe of like, maybe yeah this could all just be fucking conjecture and made up in your head but um as it just wanted to set the scene for people that this was like i said a children's tv program yeah and critters at the time was a 15 yeah not necessarily the place that you would have potentially seen a trailer or heard about a 15 rated movie um so that's i find found that interesting so i just wanted to expand on it that was all Uh, thank you you um and and then also in turn uh, reminisce and educate people about timmy mallet and the white (laughs) white club (laughs) Um, so yeah, Critters from 1986, um, directed by Stephen Herrick. Now I... Uh, when did you see it? Oh, sorry. Yes, of course. Um, it, similarly to you, it would have been a video rental and uh, watched it a lot. And the sequel 
And yeah. s- similarly to um, Every Which Way But Loose and Any Which Way You, you Can, I uh, mix up these movies a little bit. Um, there's, there's scenes in w- two which I thought were in one. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, but it, it was just a video rental. And I, I watched it uh, over and over. Um, I think, like I mentioned, because the reason why... I, Part of the reason why I picked this was because it, it, we, we, when we did the Gremlin show around Christmas time, um, it made me think about these kind of like you know creature movies that became popular for a period of time, like these kind of mischievous little creatures. So you had Gremlins, obviously, which was a big one, and Ghoulies, um, which Gremlins, was... Ghoulies, Critters, Attack of the Midgets, all of them, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Is Attack of the Midgets a real thing, or is that...? Um, I think I just made it up, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Um, you know, so things like that. There were, there were, like I said, these little kind of mischievous creatures uh, that um, were horror comedies. Really, they weren't full on horror. No, they were. They were. I mean, so um, an example of a full on horror. It, again, although I haven't seen it for many years, um, is oh god, what's the one with the little toy models that come to life and kill people? One's Puppet got Master. Dr- Puppet Master. Yeah. He's got a drill for his hands and all that. Yeah, that's like a full on horror sort yeah. of isn't it um well you know. it started off that way didn't it? i think then the sequels slowly went a bit more comedy and whatnot because you know they had to make the kills more funny i think yes yeah um so but um anyway so the director stephen herrick um i'd never heard of him before i must admit i didn't because you know i haven't thought about critters for god over 30 years um and um I haven't seen the seek, so I'll talk about the the franchise itself shortly because it's actually there's a few movies and a TV show as well which uh, uh, I, I haven't seen. But uh, so he directed Critters in 1986. Guess what movie he then went on to direct in 1989? Critters and, three. That I was going to say because you know Critters, like I said, it's a B movie horror yeah. comedy, isn't it? So it's you know, but this was his first directorial debut uh, according to IMDb. Right. But so, so you, you so you went on to something then three years later, yeah. So I've got to think of a film three years later with mischievous little things in them. Well, not necessarily. That's why I'm saying it's oh. it, it's 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 a total turn, and it's one of your movies that you've seen and you talk about every now and then that I You're haven't right? seen. So that narrows it down a little bit for you. Really? Yeah. It's got. To, it's it's it, they recently did a, a sort of. A third movie um, in the series. A third mo- What? Shall I just tell you? No, 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 no. I want another hint now because it's, <laughs> it's bugging me and I don't want to not guess it. Okay, so uh, people going back in time. Oh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Who, who, who weird is that? I, that I, I is weird. No, I must admit, I've, I've never seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I've seen bits of it. But, um, so, but... Going from Critters to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is large, you know, widely regarded as a, a really good film. Again, I can only go on what people tell me. Um, that's that's a big bit of a leap, isn't it? I wouldn't have expected that. It's a slight change. That's that's. Can, I'm going to be very unprofessional here because I don't think there's any way of editing this. Two seconds. I've just got to. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to do a Kurt Zoomer, but I've just got to stop my cat playing with a <laughs> fucking um, with Kick a lead. The fucker. Two on, seconds. Pick it. Do it on camera and send it to me. <laughs> Stop being a knobber. Go on, mush. Mush, go. 
I'm gonna sit there and be a dick. <laughs> Sorry about that. It, it just, just I don't know if you could hear it in the background. It's really starting to get on my tits. I can't know. I couldn't hear it. I can hear it um, meowing, but yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Verbally abusing your cats. That's just <laughs> one step away from kicking it, isn't it? Really? It's a very large step. Uh, yes. But anyway. Um, so then he went on to direct in 1991, a film, again, I've not seen, but I have heard of it. Um, don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Have you? Oh, I have seen that. Uh, pristine Applegate in it. Yeah. I've seen that possibly once. Yeah. Uh, so again, I've, I've not seen it, but, you know, I've heard uh, decent things uh, from it. And then he sort of seemed to go on a Disney run. Uh, he directed The Mighty Ducks in 1992. Um Again, never seen it, but I know I've of it. I've seen it. it yeah. um, the Three Musketeers uh, with Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland, Charlie Sheen. Well, uh, if it was the Three Musker Hounds, I'd be more interested. Yeah, but I, I remember going to the cinema to watch that with my mum. Mr. Holland's Opus, which, um, again, I've never seen, but never uh, it's seen got it. uh, James, not James Dreyfus, like, <laughs> that's somebody else completely. Richard, Richard Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Yes, James Dreyfus. He's, uh, again, a sort of well known gay actor comedian uh, who was in the thin blue line people know and gimme 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 <laughs> yeah. do, you remember, do you remember him yeah you've got a little bit of a resemblance <laughs> thank you very much um only a little then, bit uh, and then 101 dalmatians <clears throat> with glenn close okay so like i said he was on a real disney sort of like kick at this point yeah um after that holy man with eddie murphy not seen not heard no. good things about it um and then 2001 Rockstar with uh, mark Wahlberg, uh which i think bombed at the time but i've heard uh, you know sort of half decent things about it and then after that uh, just a load of um tv stuff and you know kind of obscure stuff um, he did a TV movie called Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colours. Um, uh, he did an episode of Rush Hour, the TV series. He did another movie with Dolly Parton. He must look really got on well with Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton's Christmas of Many Colours, Circle of Love. Oh, uh, Jesus. <laughs> then I don't know if he created it or if he... Because he, he directed 11 episodes of the new... Um, MacGyver as well which I've again I've never watched I remember the original MacGyver um, but so I've never actually seen the the new one so it's kind of I found that fascinating really a little that he went from Critters to then making fairly well known movies yeah uh, particularly all the Disney ones and then seemed to go off into obscurity to a certain degree I, you know, I'm shitting yeah. on his career a little bit but here but it's you know a strange I mean. career that's a strange one. Usually, yeah. you wouldn't expect someone who did this to go on to anything really, apart from multiple iterations of this or things very similar. But he managed to carve himself out a, a reasonable niche there for a while. All right, he's gone back into TV, but fine. I'm sure he's made plenty of money out of uh, Disney and stuff. So yeah, yeah. How, how bizarre! Definitely. Now, uh, Critters. Um, it, it's 
so this was fairly successful again according to IMDb had a budget of three million dollars and made 13.2 at the box office in America America, 13.2 million Um, dollars and then obviously you'd have to factor in all of the VHS stuff which I would imagine it would have made a fair amount of money but particularly from me because I fucking rented it loads didn't I so (laughs) um, so you know it's no wonder that it spawned um, sequels uh, Critters 2 The Main Course which I didn't know it was called yeah, I didn't, yes. I, didn't, I didn't know it was called The Main Course. It's well until I watched the trailer for it last night. But uh, I didn't, you used to say you used to get mixed up. I didn't. The I've only seen, I only rented Critters 2 once. And all I can remember out of Critters 2 is there's a ball of Critters. Yes. And uh, some uh, one of the bounty hunters mutates into a Playboy model or something. And yes. got the boobles out, and uh, but got the staple across their chest as well. Right, uh, I've got yeah, okay. Uh, so I I remember the ball, like I said. There's a load of critters, and they they morph into a big ball. They roll over a farmer or something, oh, and all that's left. A skeleton. A skeleton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah so. <laughs> so that came out in 1988, and then Critters Three uh, in 1991. So these then became just direct video uh, features. Uh, at, was that not Leonardo DiCaprio's first film? Was it? I d- I've not seen that one, so I'd possibly yes. I know he's mm. in one of them, but yeah, uh, I've not. I've not seen it. I just I just know that for some reason. Yeah, uh, and then in 1992, Critters Four. Not seen that one. Mm. Uh, and then in, it's, it's had a bit of a resurgence. Uh, there was a TV show um, called Critters: A New Binge, which was released in 2019 on really? Shudder. Yeah, right. Okay. Never, never knew uh, anything about. I know, like you know, because you got Ash versus the Evil Dead, haven't you? So th- there are this. You know, it's it's not unknown for them to. It's I that suppose. popular thing at the moment, isn't it? We're just about to be hit by another Texas Chainsaw Massacre series as well, aren't we? So there is a thing about making series. Yeah, from Revi- from, uh, from films, from reviving films. Yeah, yeah, reviving old horror films and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then you got a, a movie. Uh, really? Oh, yeah, another movie in 2019 called Critters Attack. Um, so, you know, Critters has been around for over 35 yeah, years, fucking it, really? <laughs> <laughs> which is a bit crazy to think, really. Um, I wonder what the tone is of the new stuff. Did they go all out comedy or I wonder if they, did they try and do the sort of similar kind of balance or did they go full horror? I don't, I, I genuinely don't know. I don't know. Uh, like I said, I think I fell off the Critters wagon with, uh, the second one, um, this has got a uh, 6.1 out of 10 rating on IMDb, so fairly respectable. Um, yeah. Out of 35,000 ratings, um, we've got a Metacritic as well. We do. Amazingly. Do you want to do a Metacritic? Yeah, right. So a Metacritic. What have we got Metacritic? Uh, yeah, 52, isn't it? Yeah. User score of 6.6 based on 14 ratings, which mm-hmm. is quite low. Um, yeah, I'll take a high one, and, and this has surprised me somewhat. It's Roger Ebert um, has given it seventy-five out of a hundred. Wow! And he said, "What makes Critters more than a rip-off uh, are its humour and its sense of style. This is a movie made by people who must have had fun making it." Mm. Uh, I'll go with a middling one. Uh, let's go with Slant um, by Eric Henderson. Gives it a 50. Slap together a modestly budgeted horror film with an unmistakable resemblance to a recent hit film, Gremlins, and a notable inversion of another popular film's ending, Poltergeist. Insert just enough 
podunk camp to ensure Joe Bob Briggs would catch its scent and you'll guarantee yourself the birth of a franchise. So I'm, su- I'm guess taking from that, he's suggesting that basically it will appeal to thick people. <laughs> uh, which is a bit, you know, condescending, but still. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take one of the weaker ones? Yeah, I'll go for my favourite as ever, staff not credited at Variety. <laughs> um, critters resemble oversized hairballs and roll like tumbleweeds when prodded into action. The perfect menace for this irritatingly insipid and lightweight film, which unfolds with plodding predictability and leaves few cliches unturned. Hmm. Quite scathing, that one, isn't it? Really? Mm, yeah. Um. So... I like to play this little game with you, and, and it's going to run out at, at some point. Well, yeah, we're going to run out of years, aren't we? Well, but then I'll have to find something else that uh, it, you know to replace it to do with the years, but not the box. So let's have a look at the highest-grossing films. Oh, go on then for nineteen eighty-six, and let's see if you can guess them with a few guesses, as few guesses as possible. Um, right. So number ten with seventy million dollars. Um, it's Matthew Broderick. Good, yes. That's it. That's all you get. You don't need any more. Matthew Broderick only did that one film in the eighties that make make makes means anything. Uh, he's at school. Or supposed to be. Oh, Ferris Bueller. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, Why did I forget his name? <laughs> uh, so now this one you may not mm. have seen. I've only seen it once or twice. Um, but uh, Danny DeVito. Bette Midler. Oh, um, the, oh, um, Judge Reinhold. Oh, Helen Slater. Mm, do you know what? I probably haven't seen this. No. Uh, so this was with seventy-one million dollars. Uh, Ruthless People. Nope, never seen it. Uh, oh, here we go. One of the films that we've actually done. We didn't oh, like it. Oh, seventy-nine Spaceballs. million. No. Golden Child. Yes. $79 million that film grossed. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, number seven, ooh, $85 million. Um, in This time it's war. Aliens. Yes. Uh, no film I've never heard of, I must admit, so I doubt you'll get it. If, uh, But again, I'm pro- probably, I, I could be wrong. Uh, $91 million at number six, a film starring Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> No, I don't think you get this. It's a film called Back to School, apparently. I've heard uh, of it. I've never heard of it. it. I'm guessing it's some kind of screwball comedy. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Um, number five with $109 million. Uh, it's the fourth one in a series. And it's... Rocky Four. Ba- space. Space? Yes. It's about people going home. The fourth one in a series? Yes. The fourth one. I think it's the fourth one, isn't it? That's my. I can. I can't do human, Roman numerals. People going home. <laughs> Captain Kirk. Oh, Star Trek: The Voyage Home with the there whales. <laughs> never seen it. Um, I'm. Ne- I was never really a massive Star Trek fan. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, but I've seen most of them for some reason. Okay. Um, ooh, another film that we've done with 115 million dollars. Uh, number four, uh, annoying character that you didn't like. Oh, fucking Karate Kid, part two. Yes, 
Uh, okay, $138 million at number three. A war movie. Oliver Stone. Uh, Platoon. Yes. No. yes. 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 Uh, okay, number two, $174 million. Wow. Um, that's not a knife. Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> that was number two. I know, I know. Uh, okay, at number one, uh, see if you can take a crack at this. Think of some of the movies from 1986. Uh, I, I won't necessarily give you a clue, but... What? What do you, what do you think? don't know. No, okay, fair enough. 176... I can't just pull a I can't pull a film out of thin air. I don't fair know fair my fair years as well as you do. Okay, one hundred and seventy-six million dollars. Um, I just wish you'd take my breath away. Top Gun. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yay! Well done. There oh, you go. Worked very good. Let's be honest. That wasn't that was not my strongest round. That was all right. You did okay. Mm. You did all right. So, um, yes. So there you go. I just thought I'd like to do that now because it's just we've done it the last few shows and I quite think like it. It's <laughs> it's more nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah. You just like hearing me squirm <laughs> because if I come across that, I know even less than what I come across as. No, I oh, fuck it. Carry on. I've lost me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a quick run through of the cast because um, there's a few people that I, I must admit I know from other things but they really I wouldn't well yeah I wouldn't necessarily call them um, actors well I, I wouldn't go out for, I wouldn't call good them... <laughs> okay <laughs> well you, anyway you've got Dee Wallace who plays Helen the mom um, now she's been in a big film from 1982 E.T. Yes, she yeah. was the, she, there you go. Um, She'd been typecast, obviously. Uh, yeah, M. Emmett Walsh. I wonder what the M stands for. What does the M stand for? Mr. Uh, Michael, there you go, just oh. found out. Um, now, he's one of these people that if you've seen him in stuff, uh, you will know exactly who he is. Um, he's been in Blade Runner, he's been in The Jerk, uh, he, he's been in Blood Simple. Critters, obviously, and he's still alive today. Is he? Uh, yeah, oh. he's Harv the sheriff. Yeah. Do you recognise him? Do you know? Um, I can see his face, his saggy, miserable IMDb picture. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing. See, I mean, it's like he looked fucking ancient back then in 1986. Yeah. Christ knows. I mean, I thought he was dead. Um, I just assumed he was dead. Yeah. Uh, but there you go. <clears throat> and they got Billy Green Bush. Um, <laughs> Who <laughs> <laughs> plays Jay the dad? Uh, Scott Grimes. I uh, recognise Billy Green Bush from something. Do you? Uh, yeah. I didn't. I I got the impression he it was like a country and western singer or something. Yeah. I don't know why he just he's got that kind of look. Maybe around, I didn't recognise him from anything. Maybe he just looks like a lot of people, like a sweaty dad, sweaty country dad. Yeah. So uh, looking at IMDb, his last movie was in 1993, and it was Jason Goes to Hell, the Friday, the final Friday. So what a, what a film to send off your career. Uh, <laughs> well, he's still alive. Oh, he's, no, no, he's okay. still alive. Um, he just had enough of acting. Maybe that was that's what sent him over the edge. Um, so Scott Grimes, who plays Brad, the the little boy in the family, um, and then he got he's got a sister played by Nadine Van der Veld, um, and she's April. And then, oh, Billy Zane pops up. Yeah, uh, no, no, I know Billy Zane. But that's about it, really. Um, yeah. So, there you are. Uh, now, I think that's about it. Should we do the trailer? Have we got any, oh, synopsis. Do synopsis. Oh, yes, syn- synopsis. Oh, sorry. Let me just check which one's the bestest synopsis. 
um, one gives a lot away. And Does do we, it? Do we, what, well, it, yeah. What, one manages just to tell you something vague in one line. The other one basically gives the entire plot away in two lines. Mm. Oh, well, I don't know which one to go for. Do we keep ooh. the mystery or do we ruin it? I mean, it is a film that's, over, like I said, it's over 30 years old. Okay. It's also We're going to spoil it anyway, aren't we? So... Why has that got a different poster as well? I recognise the poster on um, Metacritic because it's got that sort of not particularly good picture of a critter, to be honest. It's a bit mm. weird. But if you go to the IMDb thing, that's totally different. So uh, my recollection of the, the poster was that there's just a critter standing there. Yeah, that's the one I've... That's that, yeah, that's the VHS cover. So God um, knows what this, this, this thing on the uh, IMDb one is, which is... I don't know. I don't like that. It's like it's been modernified and it's duff. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you, you describe it for for people so they, they um, can't see it. Right, obviously. you've got a silhouette of the Browns family farm, uh, a night sky. There's two shooting stars, and then there's like the ro- a row of teeth just on the top of the poster, uh, which are supposed to be critters' teeth, like it's biting down on it. But it's just a bit. It's lame. It's um. It it. it... I take, it, po- I take it the two shooting stars, one's supposed to be the critter ship and one's the bounty hunter ship, I'm assuming. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at there's there's no there's no tagline on the one where it's the actual critter standing no, there. true. Is there? There is a um, tagline, but weirdly the tagline is the centre of the poster. Yeah, and it also sets it up to be a bit more of a horror, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, it says, the battle began in another galaxy. It's about to end in the Browns' backyard. But did the battle start in another galaxy? Uh, well, I guess. I don't... Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, do a synopsis for us. Oh, yes. Sorry. <clears throat> right. Uh, the synopsis is thus. A group of small but vicious alien creatures called Krites escape from an alien prison transport vessel and land near a small farm on Earth, pursued by two shape-shifting alien bounty hunters. Although I've just put the alien in there don't know why mm. well there you go so shall we watch the trailer have you had a chance to watch the trailer i have i actually watched trailers for all four films oh wow uh, were there any special features on the dvd i should ask uh as well. not eve oh you seen selection ah oh, awesome. <laughs> subtitles uh there was no animated menus uh, there was the trailers, and it said trailers and i thought it was gonna be multiple trailers just for critters but no it just does the bog standard trailer for critters and then number two, three, and four. Ah, okay. Um, there is apparently a documentary on uh, the making of Critters, which uh, I, I was trying to track down, but I didn't have time to find it properly anyway. Um, so it would have been interesting to guess to watch that. But um, yeah, well, there you are. Uh, right, so here is the trailer for Critters. Of all the planets in the galaxy, they chose ours. They hide in small places. This phone is dead. What? They light the dark. Jay, any luck? Just a minute. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way. And they're hungry. 
So that was the trial for Critters. Now, did you notice anything interesting or notable about the music that was playing over the trailer? Um, damn, that means I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, was it by the singer of the film? In the film. Ooh, the, no, the song that gets played over and over again. It's like the most popular song ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll get to that, though. No. Uh, no. So. Uh, did it have a bit of the Gremlin soundtrack in it? It didn't. But it, it, so, this is the thing, right? The um, I, I was thinking, God, I know that music from somewhere. And then... When it kind of kicked up a notch, I was like, right, I got it. And it's from A Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, is it? The actual, yeah, <clears throat> it is. Next time you listen to it, you'll you'll know exactly what it is. Because this was a New Line Pictures uh, production. Yeah. And so they did a lot of the horror movies and things from, from that time, including A Nightmare on Elm Street. So, uh, yeah, that was, I, I just thought that was interesting. Because it wasn't unknown for... For, for companies to do that, I guess take music from their other films and put them on trailers for, uh, you know. I think, in fact, there's a RoboCop trailer, which has got the Terminator music playing in the background. Has it now? Mm. Which uh, I've watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so Robert Shea, who produced this movie, um, he was involved with producing the Nightmare on Elm Street movies as well. So there you go. You've learnt mm, something. There. I have. Life is a circle. <laughs> do you know? No, do you know what? Because I was, I've got half watched it. Well, I watched the trailer, but I wasn't paying that much attention. Yeah. And I'm, I, there was something that, yeah, there's something I recognised, but then I, I thought, did my ears deceive me, or did I just hear gremlin music, or maybe that was during the film or something? I don't know. Hmm. Oh no, I'm sure there's. I will get. Well, no, I'll probably forget. But I'm sure at one point, one of the gremlins says, uh, "Fucking gremlins." <laughs> One of the critters yeah. says, in exactly that, it's the same, it sounds like the same soundbite in uh, Gremlins as when that one gets its head chopped off by a sword. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> now, it's worth pointing out that the stuff I've read on Wikipedia and IMDb, that the director claims that this, um, the idea for critters came along way before Gremlins was even a thing. Um, and he stands by that. So apparently this has no, you know, Gremlins has no influence on this film <clears throat> at all. Um, I'm glad, I'm bullshit. <laughs> uh, but you never know. Uh, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, he also claims to have made a, or had an idea for a horror film about a man in a checked jumper um, with forks on his fingers, called uh, Brad Krieger, who um, <laughs> haunts people's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, now, I made notes. Yay! Proper notes. Yay! How many pages of notes have you made for this film? Now, I'm trying to get my head around this because it doesn't make any sense to my my own mind. Uh, I will say this: there there are more. There is more than one page where each of my lines of writing doesn't even extend to anywhere near the halfway width of the page, which explains how I've managed eight and a half pages. Fucking hell! Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, mind you, like you said, you spread it out a little. bit. I was going to say. I think also because I, I watch this in two sittings, and it usually is that I make loads of notes at the start of a film. And if I watch it in one go, I just can't be bothered near the end, so I tend to make less. 
Mm. I don't know why, whereas this time, yeah, it's pretty even. Yeah. Uh, so I've done, I mean, it's it's almost, a, it's kind of three quarters. So, uh, but it's one, two, three, four, oh, I hit my mic, five and three quarters. So almost six pages worth of notes. It's quite, so, having seen your notes, I'd say actually we're probably fairly equal because you go further across the page than I do. Uh, <laughs> I'd say, yeah. Mm. Yes. Now, um, mm. Here we go. It's this. It's the thing. Like you said, I watched this a couple of days ago in in a couple of sittings, similar to you. I watched like twenty odd minutes, twenty five minutes, and then I watched the rest of it the other day. Uh, so, but it's it's always that thing, isn't it, of deciphering my notes now, um, yeah. just hoping that I my scrawl is legible. Uh, so here we are. Um, now the movie opens uh, before you get any kind of credits or anything or intro, or whatever. Is uh, you get a space prison, yes. an asteroid. Um, which is Sector 17, maximum security. Um, and you hear voices talking about uh, the Krites and Krites. Br- bringing the Krites into the prison. And there be there should be... Uh, how many should there be? Like there should have been 10, but they were hungry. So they ate two of themselves. Yeah. So there's only eight Krites. So that tells you straight away that we're on a limited budget because we've only got a maximum of eight puppets. Yeah. And we I haven't th- got eight puppets. Didn't they shoot? Didn't they kill them? Or did they kill each other then? Because I thought that... I the, thought, the, oh. Uh, I thought the prison officers or whoever's guarding oh, them Oh, yeah, no, them. you're right. Yeah, they killed two of them because they were eating everything. Yes. Which, yeah. how? Because if, surely if you've got them in a cell or a prison thing or whatever and you, they're known for eating stuff... Then you make it so they can't eat stuff. Yes, they had. Yeah, they had to kill two of them to make the food last longer. Yeah. Well, don't give them so much fucking food. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> if they're in a cell, <laughs> yeah, just give them a bit of gruel. Not like, oh fuck me, Crite number six wants another venison steak. Oh, we've just <laughs> run out of venison. We give it to Crite number seven. Oh bollocks! What are we gonna do? Shoot him. Yes. Um, and <clears throat> also, although these are aliens, they've got. American accents. Yes, yes. Uh, we know, which is again just I, I just a, an observation. Yeah. I thought was quite I, funny. I, yeah, I get it. But usually, or quite often, you 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 just you'd hear like, and you'd get the subtitles. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, they're all speaking perfect English. Well, perfect American anyway. Yes, um, and then you get introduced to a floating alien, uh, <laughs> sort of sitting on a a floating device. Yes. Um, is it Zanti? Is it Zanti? Yeah, the albino penis head. <laughs> he's, yeah, yeah. He's a. No, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I, I quite liked a lot of this opening stuff because yeah. I for, I've forgotten a lot of it. But yeah, I, I, I forgot it was any of it was set in space at all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the fact that it's you know models and it's yeah. people in suits and there's makeup and all that kind of stuff and the fact that this alien warden <laughs> looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like they just must have thought. Yeah, I mean he's an ex, he's like an extra, isn't he, from Moss Eisley yeah. from in Star Wars. Is is he kind of you'd imagine him sitting at the back uh, drinking a pint or whatever? Yeah. Well, if you're not one of the main characters in Boba Fett, if you've seen that, oof. Oh, I haven't. No, I haven't watched. Oh, oh, is that? I've heard bad things. I've well, actually, I've heard mixed things. Is it because uh, I loved the Mandalorian? I thought yeah. that that was brilliant. We watched that twice. We watched it with the kids, and uh, it was awesome. But it's I, better in the penultimate and the 
the penultimate episode and the episode before that. So it's I think it was it's only seven episodes. In two episodes, um, Boba Fett doesn't feature in an entirety of one episode and appears on screen for about ten seconds in another episode, but has no lines. And okay, they are the best episodes. <laughs> oh really? Oh god! All right. Okay. Um, I digress. Critters. Yes, that's fine. That's fine. I was curious. Um, so yeah, and then you've got uh, you know various other aliens in the background, and you know just milling about this prison asteroid, um, and the Krites escape. Yeah. Um, and um, you know he wants to go and get the bounty hunters, and you <clears throat> you see them suiting up. <laughs> yeah, commando styley. Yeah, it's the classic, like you said, commando, um, and uh, you know close ups of them. Doing up their suits and various straps sort of and pouches <laughs> and knives, yes, yeah, Whoa, guns, um, <clears throat> sorry, penises, because that's what they are. Yes, because they extend, don't they? I, <laughs> yeah. Now, I again, a vague memory of this is that my dad had a camera, and I'm sure it had, <laughs> yes, like a, a no, yeah, I'm sure it had like a, it was quite a large lens, or you know, and it was like one of those. Not telescopic, but it, it kind of almost it was like quite a big one, <laughs> uh, and, it, and it and it did it extended a bit like this. And I'm sure I remember you know pretending I, I had a gun like the bounty hunters. Um, that probably cost it, quite it, a lot of money at the time, and you're just I'm fucking just around with it, it, pretending it's a gun. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, thing is, I mean, look, so like you've said, the, the budget was was about three million dollars. I think about a million went on this first scene. Um, but you know like I said I quite like a lot of this stuff because particularly the bounty hunters themselves because they've got they're featureless they're heads aren't they they're They're wearing yeah they're wearing like luminous green swim caps over their head so yeah they look like they're supposed to be like glowing green featureless domes yeah, which I like I like that about them it kind of makes them a bit distinctive doesn't it yeah and and then you know as the film progresses, because <clears throat> you know, let's that as well. Let's be honest. This film is on for an hour and twenty five minutes. Yes. And although I watched it in two sittings, you know that's a lean movie. Isn't it is. It, really? take, take, I mean, yeah, take into account you got what four or five minutes of credits at the end as well. It's uh, yeah. Mm. It gets the point. It gets. It gets. You know, there's no fucking around. There's no um, faffing as such. Um, so yeah, uh, you know the warden is warning them about uh, you know not causing as much damage. So <laughs> we've kind of already been as their last job. We've kind of already been prepped that you know they they just blow shit up, um, and uh, yeah. So y- y- then you see the ship uh, escaping with the crites on it, and they blow up one of the turrets that's firing at them. Yeah, don't they? yeah. Um, you know, and again, it looks cheap and cheerful, kind of, but it's a bit. It, I quite liked it. It's you know? something. It's something. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's not they, a bad little setup. No, they need to be stopped before they feed. That's the, yeah. the thing, isn't it? And they have uh, enough fuel to cross the galaxy ten times. Yes, um, they. Ha- so you see the stars, and that's kind of. The, then you get the opening. You know, yeah. critters and whatever. Um, and then you, next day, you see some farm shots. You know, uh, you can tell it's a farm because there's loads of close-ups of things like yeah. a, a well yeah. and, and farm related things and a, and a <laughs> one and of hay. them yeah hay and one of them little sort of not windmill windmilly things windy round what they what the fuck oh, carry on yeah yeah i know what you mean <laughs> yeah i don't know what they are because they're not windmills what the fuck are they 
Um, let's call it a windmill. It's fine. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Good, good close up of a windmill. Yeah. Um, and then, so, uh, mum's cooking dinner, uh, dinner, breakfast even. Mm-hmm. I, I always think, oh, God, you know, because you see this sometimes in films, don't you, like American films, like, because, like, with my kids, they just get a fucking bowl of cereal, yes. <laughs> a piece of toast. Yeah. Um, she's cooking bacon and scrambled eggs and yeah. there's fresh orange juice and there's all sorts. It's like, oh, I'd love that, wouldn't you? It'd be great, but I'll, I'll die before that happens, unless I'm in a hotel. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and Brad is again setting him up to be a bit mischievous, a bit naughty. Um, well, he's ginger. He... he is ginger. <laughs> and he's putting a thermometer under the hot water tap. Um, his sister's annoyed because he she wants to get into the bathroom. Uh, probably thinks he's masturbating. And um, his cat's called Chewy. Yes, yeah. you know, nice little reference maybe not, to not Star Wars. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, then there's a bit of banter between the two of them. She calls him a shithead. Um, Why? What? Right. My first thing about April is I put April's a slut, but I can't remember why. <laughs> she's talking about a date with Steve or something, uh, she? Yeah, that's right. It's, and she's a guy, she had a boyfriend before and her dad can't keep up with yeah. the only boyfriends she's had. It's before breakfast and she's already, she's already oh, getting... She's on the phone. In, yeah, on, she's already know. getting moist. And the other thing is, it's before breakfast, and I've just realised I know the answer. No, no, I don't know the answer. But it's before breakfast, and Dad, or Jay, as we find out he's called, he's already tinkering in the basement with stuff and looks like he's been doing things for hours. Mm. But then I've just thought, he's a farmer. He's on a farm. So, of course yes. he is. What yeah. a knob. <laughs> well, so... Um Brad is about 13, I guess, isn't he? Um, yeah. And then April's about 16, 17, would yeah. you say? Yeah, she's exploring her sexuality and he's just a little shitbag. Playing with fireworks and explosives, yeah. uh, which we'll get to, and, and other bits and pieces. Uh, and they're talking about Charlie, uh, who we aren't introduced to at this point in time. Um, but then we do, and we go to a police station. And Oh, I've got, I've, got I've got a complaint. Right. Well, first, <coughs> sorry, they see through Brad's deception, obviously, about him not being, whoops, ill. Um, the dad threatens to skin him, which is yeah. a bit extreme. Um, now, they're sat around the table, right, they sit down, they have this 10-second bit of banter while mum goes around the table, dutifully, you know, passing out the cooked wares for the morning, and about five seconds later, they all get off and fuck off. <laughs> no one eats that breakfast. I know. Well, I'm sat makes... there thinking you ungrateful fucks that's something yeah. I don't get and you just you sit there you wait for your little mother just to fucking put it all on your plate and as soon as it's on the plate you fuck off yeah she, well, she even makes a comment about that doesn't she to the mm. dad that you know saying oh thanks for the uh, breakfast mum <laughs> so but like you said she spent probably a good hour or so cooking some food and preparing it and putting it all on the table nice and neat and everything and they've just like done fuck all it's just weird because they do sit down like they're looking forward to it like oh hearty breakfast and they suddenly remember they've got to go to school or whatever so Mm. maybe it's her fault it's like you know they've got to leave the house at five to nine or whatever why are you putting breakfast on the table at six minutes to nine (laughs) you lazy cow get up earlier have it on there for half eight (laughs) um hello you moron <laughs> so yeah, she, so then we go to the police station, and Charlie's uh, sleeping it off in a cell. Um, he's a p- 
paranoid schizophrenic as far as I can tell. Yep. He's also uh, he's a massive alcoholic and he's locked up, but they've let him keep his whiskey. <laughs> I wrote that down what too. The fuck? They left his booze with him. It's like yeah. what are you doing? He's 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 drinking. He's in the reason he's in the prison <laughs> or the cell, the jail cell in the first place, is because he's drunk. He yeah. was he was arrested or detained for being drunk. And yet you left his booze with him. Well done, please. Yeah, um, he's a very damaged human being, which we never get the backstory of in this film anyway. Yeah, um, and he's talking about he can hear voices and things, transmissions, whatever, through his fillings. <laughs> he's he's, pro- he's fucked up, really, isn't he? You know, he's he's got a lot of problems. Um, which, again, it, sort of like the difference between then and now is that now he would have support workers and people looking after him and, you know, be on medication and, and all this kind of stuff. And then, but back then, oh, he's just a fucking lunatic. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> just he's just a village idiot. He works at Jay's farm, so we'll just let Jay deal with him. You know, we've got no other crime in this town, so we've just got his own little cell in the police station. We'll lock him in there with his whiskey. He can't cause any problem. We'll boot him out in the morning again. Yeah. Uh... So then we cut back to the aliens who are in their spaceship and um, they're watching information on Earth. Yeah, because Warden Cockhead turns up again, doesn't he? And he tells them that they're on <laughs> they're on the way to Earth. Which how does how does the warden know what Earth is? But oh, no, I'm just being thingy, but um and that their transformative abilities will be useful. Mm. mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then they see um a, well <laughs> it's, it's it's a bit like um uh, the fifth element where uh, is it Lilu? Uh, she's watching the history of Earth and the history of you know planet Earth and whatever. Yeah, and and like it's it's like going at a million miles a second, and she's watching like you know the dawn of history to where it yeah. is now and all, all the wars and whatever. All the important bits of history, and then then we we suddenly get to Johnny Steele and Power of the Night. Oh God! And it's like yeah, you get to the M- MTV channel. It's like fuck all the history shit. Let's yeah. just uh, you know, oh man, it's, it's captivated by this uh, this singer, and it starts off as a video, and then you're actually inside the video, aren't you? You kind yeah. of in the. It, it's weird how it transitions. It is a little um, weird, isn't it? <laughs> so from from like I said, being a video on a screen to actually being on the set or in the the video, um, and yeah, it's Johnny Steele and. Um, He's a mulleted rock star, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Um, and he's singing a song called Power of the Night. And if you didn't quite get it now, you'll get it very shortly. Yeah. Mm. Um, now, I, again, I have to say I like this because, um, like I said, that th- these aliens have got no shape to their faces. And this is the thing, isn't it? So they can, like he's just mentioned, you know, you can, they can transform. They can... They can imitate anything, any human or any person or alien. I'm getting anything really. I'm guessing um, to a certain degree. So they his face changes, and it's all done like you know, it's proper practical effects. Yeah. Like his face melts, and then it, you know, he's t- turns into him, and it's a bit like Hellraiser, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, um, it's it's also like. Um Return of the Living Dead during the credits when the the glass breaks on that drum, and that there's the zombie with the in there with its eyes closed, and it kind of melts away to reveal its eyes open. Oh, yes. Similar kind of thing to that, yeah, you sort of melt, the green head melts like into a sort of a skull, more or less a skull, and then 
Obviously, they sort of then did a bit re- of reverse, where it then sort of reverse melts into a wax, sort of a wax face of Johnny, of Johnny Steele. It's cleverly done. Yeah, it's good. It's cool yeah. effect. Um, so then, Dad's Dad's constantly fixing stuff, isn't he? He's fixing a car. Um, Is that and supposed then... to be his job? I, I don't know. Is it a sideline? Because he said he wants it doing by tonight. He reminded me of. Uncle Owen from Star Wars, who's just got, you know, he's got his farm instead of like a space farm. He's actually got a farm farm. Yeah. And he's he's just, he's, he's having a moan at um, Brad or Luke, you know, as, as Uncle Owen does. And, and he's just like, you know, oh, I need this fixing. I need this doing, you know, and let's do that. So he's, he's constantly fixing stuff, isn't he? Yeah. And, um, and then Brad and Charlie are setting off these fireworks. Why is Brad there? He's supposed to be at fucking school, this isn't one, he? Yeah. Is this supposed to be later in the afternoon? Because that's what I thought. I thought, we've just been... You know, they've just said we're not falling for your fucking thermometer bullshit, Miladio. Get to school or I'll skin you and hang your bones out to dry. Mm. But then, here we are, and he's not at school. He's just blowing shit up with homemade explosives. Yeah. <clears throat> now, we are... I don't remember... Having a thermometer at home. And again, this is how times have changed. Because we've got a digital thermometer now, which we use obviously for the kids. You can stick it on the forehead or you can stick it in their ears and it gives you a... Well, it's it's all very nicely colour-coded. So if they're a nice temperature, it's green. If they're a slightly warm temperature, it's amber. But if they're a, if they're too hot, then it's red. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it tells you what it is. So the, the thermometer that they've got is one that you, you stick under your tongue. Um, notice how I said that properly? Um, well, you're, and, you're getting there anyway. <clears throat> yeah. So, but I, I remember thinking back then, oh, if we'd got a thermometer, that, that's where I'd try that as well. You know, just to try, try and blag yeah. it with your parents. Or you hold it up to a light bulb. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the thing. This is the difference. <clears throat> and maybe it's my own, you know, anxieties as a parent. I'm not saying that my parents didn't care about me. But we never had thermometers. I don't no. remember. You know, no, if you were, no, never. If you if you were off, if you were ill because you got a virus or if you got a cold or something, then that you didn't have thermometers jabbed in your face, no. <laughs> like I did with my kids, um, and give them calpol. I don't no. remember any of that. I never got any calpol or any medicine. My mum would just fill my head. Yeah. And if I if I was somewhere between, if I you know if you could, if you could fry an egg on me in about five minutes. Then I was I was ill enough to not go to school, whereas technically I probably should have gone to hospital. But then, if obviously if if I could, if I was hot enough to fry an egg in twenty five seconds, that's probably when I would have been taken to the doctors. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember any of that. I don't. But then I don't. I don't remember having long periods of illness when I was a kid either. Do you know what I mean? I, I remember. Mm. I remember you know occasions where I was you know sick or I didn't feel very well for some reason or another. But I don't remember having... I just remember playing out lots, you know, being out lots. See, when, when I was sick, not six, when I, if I was ill and off school, because I was ill, I wasn't allowed to do anything. It was like, no, you can't play your computer. No, you can't watch telly because you're ill. So you just got to sit yeah. there in bed and be asleep. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. So I remember- I'd be much better. I'd get better quicker feeling like shit if I could at least be entertained rather than laying there thinking... I feel like shit. Yeah. Constantly. Uh, I um, remember primary school. This is a weird memory, but it obviously stuck with me. I remember 
having a fart and following through. <laughs> That's not a weird <laughs> memory. Everyone remembers when that happens. <laughs> but I, I must have been, you know, between the ages of, I don't know, five and ten. Um, so it's quite a vivid memory. But then the thing is, right, and again, this is my primary school. I remember, I don't remember my mum coming to collect me, but the, I remember they had like a little cot, like a, a, a kind of a... Um, <laughs> A, a bed, but it was in it was in the cloakroom. It was where, the, where you hung the coats up, and it, and it was like one of those kind of like, like I said, a, a fabricy type bed. Yeah, do you, know, do you know what I'm? Do you know the ones I'm talking about? And I remember the, I was just lying there, like, you know, just that was such a weird Fuck thing. It, we might have had something similar in in, in my first in my first little school to the age of five and eight. So I could envisage a cloakroom. Yeah, and I don't. I'm sure it's not your description, but I'm sure there was somewhere that people got sent because there was no like nurses' office or anything because there was no such thing as a nurse at school. Whereas no. now they have, you know, most of them have their own crack team of medical professionals. We had <laughs> there was a there was a staff room full of smoke and cigars. There's the headmistress' office, and there was the office for the receptionist. That was it. There was no no welfare facilities at school. So it might not even be a fabric bed. There might have just been a bench where they didn't let you put any of your football boots. So if you felt ill, you could go and lay on a solid surface for a couple of hours while yeah. they frantically tried to... Well, if you had a phone, they tried to phone your parents or presumably one of the dinner ladies had to go around your house and say, Mrs. Whatever, your fucking kid's dying. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was just me going off on a little tangent yeah. about kids are fucking weaklings today. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Anyway, um, so yeah, then so dad's fixing a car. Brad and Charlie are fucking around, setting off these fireworks. Uh, pretty much, I mean, some of them are like firecrackers, you could say. Some of them are like fucking explosives. He's got like a stick of dynamite pretty or something. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it looks like that bit because it's the size of a stick of dynamite. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, so he's got a slingshot and. Um, you know, he's they, there's a car that like a sports car that turns up, and this is um, Billy Zane, yes. uh, who's the boyfriend. He's got an amazing ponytail. Oh uh, well, yeah, yeah. April's latest boyfriend, Steve Elliott. He's got the uh, oh god, he's got the number plate too great, like two G R eight. Yes. And uh, I just put his fucking hair, his fucking rat tail. <laughs> I mean, Billy Zane with hair is a weird concept, anyway, because I've I, he, he just looks more normal when he's bald. Yes. And I've seen him with hair before, but this horrible little 80s fucking... It's not really a ponytail, is it? That little squirmy rat tail thing sticking out of the bottom of his... It's hideous. Yes. Um, and so <clears throat> the dad's talking to them now and whatever, and, and then um, Charlie uh, gets the slingshot because he want, goes to hit a can or something, and uh, ends up hitting April on her ass. Yeah. Which must have hurt, you know. Must have hurt and was, was obviously going to happen because, I mean, if someone just pulled up in a sport car and I had a really powerful slingshot and I'm aiming at a small can and I'm a simpleton and a bit of an idiot and an alcoholic, I might think, <laughs> do you know what? I'll wait till people move out of the way before I give this a go. Yeah, yeah. Um, or you maybe just thought, fuck it, I can hit it. Yeah, and then so anyway, there's a bit of a chase. They chase April chases after Brad, and uh, even though he gets caught, he admits that he he did it. Even uh, sorry, because he didn't want to get Charlie into trouble, does yeah, he? T- takes the takes the stick, doesn't he? 
Yes, and um, and then you see another uh, pair of the knights playing again. <laughs> yeah, um, he gets sent to bed with no supper. So yeah. by supper, do they mean tea? I'd say so. Yeah, because they're having like an evening meal, aren't they? There's like sweet corn on the cob. Yeah. There's a there's a mashed potato looking stuff. There's, you'd imagine there's like a a pork chop or something. <laughs> um, you know. So, um, but yeah, yeah, so they're all munching along. But you do, uh, yeah, you are right. Power of the night again in in Brad's room. That's power yeah. of the night part two. And uh, so they're they're having dinner, and the, the daughter's really. I mean, like you said, she's fucking horny as. Yeah. Anything, isn't she? Yeah. April wants cock. That's exactly <laughs> what I put. <laughs> because that she's sitting next to him, she puts her hand by his crotch, doesn't she? And yeah. she's just oh, she's she's really up for it. Um, um, did Helen? Has Helen got a bit moist for Steve? Because he's because Steve's sucking up. He's like, oh, it's the best food I've ever had, or whatever. And Helen's proper charmed. And I'm thinking, oh, she got a bit sticky down there. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, and so she wants obviously to to take him away from this situation, which I've been in those situations before, where you go to meet, uh, you know, a what, girlfriend's where a bloke parents. called Steve wanted to take. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you go you go to meet the parents, and uh, you know, you're eating dinner, and you're trying to make small talk, and you're thinking, you know, the dad really doesn't like me. Um, <laughs> so, what, but yeah, uh, and your girlfriend is trying it on, and you're looking across at her mum going. Um, and so, but Brad's in his room. He's making more explosives. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. And, and again, again, because um, yeah, April wants April wants knob. So they just leave the table again, wasting a shit ton of food because mm. they're barely eating anything. They haven't finished the meal, yeah. have they? And they, Steve you know. doesn't seem overly bothered at this. I'm gonna. Steve doesn't seem overly doesn't really seem to want to leave at the moment. He seems to be he'd more be interested in eating that delicious corn on the cob. Yeah, and he does look like a nice corn on the cob. And then, <clears throat> so they leave, and I, I didn't make a note of this, but I just remembered it. Is uh, So the dad says to the mum, he's, he's obviously a bit naive, have you have you had the talk with her? Um, and she says, yeah, many years ago, which he's a bit surprised about. Yeah. I was thinking... God almighty, you know, <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, it just, again, that's kind of, it makes me think because... My my daughter's nine, coming ten in June, and <clears throat> they haven't had sex education yet. But they've they she had the talk a couple of weeks ago about periods and stuff, which she, as you can imagine, was in, loved talking about when she came home, <laughs> and and I was like, okay, this is a conversation for your mom. <laughs> I was going to say, so. did you just go? Yeah, that's that's not me. That's that's not for me. That one. Yeah, it's like, oh, how am I going to know when it when it happens? You know, and oh, can I get these? And can I get this? That you know, these times. Like, oh god, no. Anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, <clears throat> then uh, April and Steve. They no, uh, were they supposed to be going out somewhere? I, I, mm, yeah, I wondered this because because yeah, Brad watches them as he, you know he's finished making his explosive. He hears them leave. They get in Steve's car. They you know drive away. About forty foot uh, to the barn. Yeah. I see, why have they driven? Are they? It's like, <laughs> oh, we'll just go somewhere quiet so we can get off with each other. I know. We'll go to the barn that I I could walk to quicker than I can drive to. And they just park the car around the side of the barn. Like, how is that hidden? If April's, if Jay went outside and you know, stretched his legs and had a 
had a rolly or I don't know, had a piss against the fence or whatever. He's going <laughs> to see Steve's car by the barn. He's going to know what's going on. Yeah. Because there aren't many barns or things in this general vicinity. No. It's like, it's not as if they've gone, you know, a half a mile down the farm road or whatever. They've just literally pulled around the corner. Um, but anyway, yeah, so um, Brad goes out f- with his explosives. Uh, What's he, he planning to do with them? Blow up I his sister? I don't know. Um, and so anyway the da- the dad uh, jay brings him some food a plate full of food um and i think this is the thing see with the relationship between the dad and brad i think although he says things like i'm going to skin you alive i don't actually think he means it i think it's more of a case of i mean he's not a twat like the dad from the stuff oh is god it? no 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 he he's, slaps he's, his ass he's harsh but not to be a wanker yeah although he does he's he does got, state you know you've got your mum to thank for this food as in like i would have fucking let you starve yeah, <laughs> but he gives it. Yeah, he's not. He, he confiscates his slingshot off him, gives him a bit of a talking to, but none of it's horrible. It's just no. slightly stern, you know. And you probably shouldn't be making explosives. You should probably you should probably be a little bit stricter with the explosives. Yes, it, you would think so. But he confiscates the slingshot, which yeah. again, it's like fine. You have them explosives, <laughs> but keep you the have dynamite. That stick of dynamite. That's the American way. <laughs> but I'm taking that slingshot. <laughs> Did you um, ever have a craze of slingshots when you were little? No, we never had them. Mm. We uh, did they talk you? of like people like getting? Oh man, Dean's got a black widow. And that was like uh, supposed to be a really good slingshot that you could kill a pigeon with or something. Yeah, I I heard of them, and there was a shop in town which sold all sorts of weird and wonderful things. It even sold things like Rambo knives and nunchucks <laughs> yeah. that you could import. Uh, you know, and um, you know, the, you imagine like young children going in to look at the knives. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. like fucking <laughs> how, how different life was back then. Um, no, but we also I remember going around my cousin's house, and um, we had these metal poles which we sharpened the end of. And we, <laughs> we used them as spears, which we'd spend like a, an afternoon just throwing into his fence. <laughs> Oh god! Imagine like seeing your neighbours' kids doing that. Yeah, you throwing like, spit. Yeah, you fucking hell. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the police straight away because I'm going to get killed. Yes, um, but then anyway, back to the barn. And April's really trying to pork Steve. Yeah, I put she um, is dripping wet. And uh, he's he's a bit of a well, he's a city boy, isn't he? So yeah. he's a bit of a wuss. He's, he's allergic he's... to the hay, stroke straw. Yeah, and he still doesn't seem overly into it. He's, he's no, he seems a bit reluctant to yeah. to get it on with her. I'm thinking, fuck me, she's like just, you know, like you said, waiting for you. Just yeah. what are you doing? I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, her her genital area is starting to sound like Audrey from Little Shop of Horrors. It's just <laughs> shouting, "Feed me." <laughs> um, so then Brad gets out of the, his um, bedroom, which. It leads. Uh, it's like the, the. It leads onto the roof of the house, doesn't it? Pretty yeah. much. Uh, you know, and he can walk around the the perimeter of the the house. You know, from the like the roof area. Yeah. Um, There's a convenient tree for him to clamber down at some point as well. Yes, <clears throat> and then um, back to the bounty hunters in space. Um, and uh, oh no, is this the bounty hunters or is this the critters? Um, it's the spaceship because Charlie sees it and freaks out, doesn't I he? I think it's the. I think it's the Krites. They turn up first, don't they? Yes, that's right. Yeah, because Charlie's riding his bike and he sees them. He's drink he dro- biking. 
he's, he drops his bottle of whiskey um, and then he just freaks out and um, yeah uh, <clears throat> and then the mom's fucking watching the power of the night <laughs> <laughs> which is on the TV she's probably you know fantasizing um, and then so the dad Jay catches Brad um, coming down the tree um, and then they see the spaceship as well yeah uh, and the TV goes on the fritz. Um, the house starts to shake. And, um, it, it, yeah, so it's kind of all kicking off a little bit now. Um, and then... <laughs> the, <laughs> well, the, go on. the spaceship lands, yeah. Um, someone, put, someone wobbles a camera at Brad in the tree because it's obviously someone wobbling the camera and not the tree wobbling. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it goes, cuts to the barn, and April says, the earth moved. And Steve says, already? <laughs> and then I put he's not even fingered her yet no no he's definitely a bit of a what is he what is wrong with him I mean oh anyway um, so then um, the Krites are talking to each other and you get subtitles yeah um, which is quite cool because um, you know with the the gremlins obviously you can understand what they're saying yeah um, these have got little subtitles and they're basically going food um and then so that what do you think of the critters we should we should address this uh not not comparing them to the gremlins because but just as a creature as a uh what do you call them a a monster they're not very monstrous are they no describe the critters describe the crites and Um, and what what do you think of them well they got a slightly reptilian face kind of they're just, they're just, they're just like ob- small, stout, ovular, hairy things, but with no hair on their facial features. They look a bit kind of reptilian e kind of. Uh, they got some teeth. They got little stubby, little silly arms and legs. Uh, <laughs> I quite like the little arms and yeah. legs. They got a row of spines down the back, and they, their, their main mode of transport is to roll in a ball and roll around. Yeah. Um, apparently they based or their design is kind of based around like Tasmanian devils. Oh, so, you know what? When you, as soon as you said their design was based, I was going to say Tasmanian devil. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they don't look particularly threatening. No, I mean they've got lots guess. of teeth, but yeah, they're not they're not scary or threatening. They're they're they're, they're mischievous. <laughs> But, a bit like your cat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're mischievous, but I suppose a little bit more deadly than gremlins. But then gremlins will kill people. Yeah. But they just you just don't see much of it. Whereas here, they'll just eat anything. I suppose is the. But then do they eat anything? Or do I? I've never quite figured out. They they I... seem to eat everything, but apart from when there's people there, and then they want to eat people. Yeah, I think they eat or they destroy everything yeah because um, they did later on they'll destroy a car and they'll you know uh, destroy other things and whatever but they do seem to like eating meat because the um, brad and uh, and jay are looking around seeing what's going on and they discover a cow which has been hollowed out pretty yeah. much um and so they're a bit freaked out about it um and then you see uh another he's like a deputy isn't he yeah jeff he's, yeah, he's he's got a bit of a relationship with um, Sal. The, Sal, uh, who's the 
the call handler. Receptionist? <laughs> to put, yeah, to give her a proper title. She, yeah, she's the one that sort of answers the phone and sees the people at the police station yeah. and tells them where to she's go. She's got ideas um, way above her station, that kind of thing. Thinks she's got authority, but she hasn't. She's just a phone she, answerer. <laughs> she's a, there's only two cops really isn't there there's there's yeah. Harv who's the sheriff who's and just a schlubby grouch yes um, so but then he's he sees something rolling or moving across the well it's it's rolling isn't it yeah across the road uh, so he drives into a ditch <laughs> bastards. rather than putting his brakes on <laughs> he just steers himself off the road instead <laughs> yeah um, and then he thinks it's a dog but why does he get his fucking nightstick out? Like he's going to smack it one. <laughs> if you think it's a dog. Maybe he I thought mean, it had maybe, rabies or something. Maybe he thought he was a coyote or something like that. Or a, I don't know. But even though I, don't, you know, I know coyotes are small, but if one's really angry, I don't want to prod it with a fucking stick. No, but he, go, he sort of like raises it up as if he's going to hit something. But um, then it, anyway, he gets shot in the leg by one of the needles. Um and then he gets dragged under the car. Yeah. Now, again, this is the thing, right? These crites, in their initial state, they're how tall? Um, Maybe about a foot? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, foot. Yeah. They're not big, are they? No. They've got stubby little arms. <laughs> how the fuck are they going to drag <laughs> a, a grown man? I don't know. There's, there's other questions about when they're pulling stuff as well, but... Yeah, they how yeah they're overly strong when they need to be by the by the mm. But I did I did like it. He gets pulled under the car, and then it, you assume that he's being munched on, and it cuts to the waste disposal machine chewing up food. Yes, no, I, that's I quite did, cool. I did quite like that. Yeah, um, and uh, then you see like these POV shots of the Krites approaching the house, yep. watching the mom, um, and then Chewie gets freaked out because he's on some. Uh, the, the trash cans or the you know the rubbish bins outside, um, and then Mum hears a noise, and then she sees these glowing eyes yeah. outside, and which freaks her out obviously yeah. so much that she drops a plate. Yes, and then the dad makes a jump, you know, yeah. because that's well, that's just uh, his fucking bowling shirt. A good because <laughs> he's he wants to go off on a, his bowling night, doesn't it? Was yeah. it what, what they call? What's it called? It's a bit like Ghostbusters sign. Um, <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> but with a pink pin. It's pink, <laughs> turquoise, and pink, isn't it? It's a very, uh, very manly combination for the mid eighties. Yeah. Um, so and then uh, bounty hunter ship lands, <clears throat> and one of the bounty hunters hasn't changed his face yet. No, jo- uh, Johnny, uh, I'm going to call one of them Johnny now because it is Johnny Steele. Johnny's not happy because he orders him to transform, and he says nothing likes me. Yeah. I don't know what that meant, because you don't have to like anything, because his first transformation is a is a fucking corpse. It, well, that's it. A, yeah, so they... He said, find something. Yeah. yeah. So, obviously, Johnny Steele's the leader of the bounty hunters. Yes. Um, they find the cow, and then... Um, there's more POV shots of the the Krites, which is quite cool. You yeah. know, it's just it's nice to see from their perspective what they're looking at, and you know, the kind of like 
chittering along and moving along and all that. Um, then um, Dad tries to call the police, but the phone's not working, and uh, he hits the phone a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> like it's clearly not working. Oh, let's just smack it, smack it a few more times, smack it, tap the you know the receiver because you know that's what you do. Yeah, he, um, he treats it like you treat your remote control when that's failing. You just hit it hard instead, and that, you know, yeah, make it work. Um, then the lights go out. Um, and it's, so then the dad, see, you know, sees that the, the, obviously the lights are going out, hears noises, freaking out. Um, <clears throat> and so they go to the basement. Yes. Uh, and they see uh, that, you, well, you can see it very briefly. Yeah. There's like a, a critter hang uh, sort of in amongst a load of cuddly toys, which is, a, you know, happened in Gremlins, let's be honest. Yeah, but no, no, uh, no, 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 it, no. No, no. Pure coincidence. Uh, yeah, uh, <clears throat> he's uh, yeah. So there's a like a, a, um, a what do you call it? A sh- like a load of shelves, and like you said, there's a load of cuddly toys there, and the critter's disguising itself amongst the cuddly yeah, toys. Yeah, because he's just got a torch, hasn't he? So he's sweeping the torch around, and then he focuses back onto where the, the crite is, and then it it goes <laughs> like that. Uh, and- yeah. Yeah, because he discovers that all of the lights and the, the telephone lines have been cut. Yeah. It's like, how would they know? Yeah, um, they're really stupid creatures, yet they can fly spaceships and cut electrical electrical supplies. Yes, uh, and then it bites him, bites his hand, bites him on the neck. Yeah. Well, no, because um, yeah, he gets that. Doesn't, is it a different Is it a different crite? There's the one on the shelves. He gets bit on the hand, he shakes that off. I'm sure one just drops from the ceiling onto his shoulder. Mm. And he th- gets that off. Then he gets a spine, spine arrow in the fucking leg, or sorry, in his neck or wherever it was. Then he gets another cry on his leg, which is chomping away. He smashes that with a hammer, <laughs> and somehow manages to escape. <laughs> and, and also manages not to smash his own leg. He does quite Wait, well there, yeah. Because uh, he smacks it with his hammer quite a lot, doesn't he? Yeah, but I don't think that one dies, does it? So we're up to, we're still at... You know, the full eight crites at this point in time. Yes, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, and then the uh, bounty hunters discover the cop car that was in the ditch. Um, and then, like you said, he takes the face of the dead cop. Yeah, dead Jeff. Um, but it's like he's, you know, his damaged face. Yeah. Which, again, I thought was quite a cool idea yeah. because it's it's not... You know, they clearly thought about... Well, you know, if he imitated him, he would imitate him like he is now, not like, you know, he's before he died. But if you're going to imitate something to blend in, surely you'd know the difference between something that's alive and something that's dead. And at no point in time will masquerading as a dead thing not make you stand out. Well, I, 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 you know, and I'm confirming this later on, that the... Well, basically, in this next scene, that the bounty hunters are just a couple of fucking morons. Yes. Um, They are just... I mean, yes, they're they're from another planet, so they don't understand our technology. But they get in the car, and they just start acting like a couple of dickheads, just <laughs> just pressing stuff and doing stuff. Again, I get it. They're aliens. They don't know how things work. But he seems to figure out how to drive a car. Yeah, it's like they can't quickly. quite get it to turn on. But once it's turned on, oh, fine. Yeah, if, if not a little rambunctious, but we're okay at doing it. He's fondling the shock, the shotgun, which oh, he God, fires. Yeah, he fires that. Why? Which is loaded. Well, well, I mean, again, would the would it? Oh, anyway, I'm picking holes. But mm. uh, anyway, managed to get it st- started. Managed to drive off, but it's in. They're, they're reversing. He's driving. Fuck. He's remarkably well. Yeah. Considering he's going backwards. 
Um, but anyway, so now we're fixing the dad up in the barn. Um, uh, and They're uh, still fondling. How long has he been at this now? I know. And so the radio... He's gone uh, nowhere. They're still fully clothed. I'm sorry, <laughs> at that age, you know, something's coming off by now. Oh, God, you did done it like two or three times by now yeah. or something at that age. Anyway, <clears throat> there's a problem with the radio. Um, and Steve goes to get it. And um, it bites his fingers off, Um, you know, and then it eats him. It kills him. And again, it bites his fingers. And then another, yeah, (laughs) then a crate explodes out of the hay like a fucking cannonball. Yeah. Into his stomach. And yeah, Steve's dead. Yeah. Um, Which you you don't see anything graphic, particularly. You see a bit of blood around his mouth, but... You don't see... I mean, you know, it's close upon his face, isn't it? You don't see him, him being hollowed out no. or anything like that. Um, and then April's got this pitchfork, which he's trying to smack him with, which one of the, the crites eats. She doesn't um, really... It's a really bad attempt at hitting it for a start. I mean, I know they've, they've got big mouths, but they're not all mouth. I'm pretty sure I could hit one of them on the top of the head with the end of a rake. Yeah, or you kick it, wouldn't you? you? Do something, it's like a, it's, yeah. it's like a fucking football. That's I mean, that's the yeah. shape of them, isn't it? They're like football. Yeah, just don't kick the top bit where the mouth is. You boot it like like you like you're getting a rugby ball over the you know scoring a conversion in a rugby ball. You don't hit the top of it. You hit the bottom of the ball. Yeah, or I suppose maybe if you kick them, maybe their spikes are quite sharp. I don't know, but either way, you'd still if you got a shoe on or a trainer or something. Yeah. You you but anyway. Um, so then Brad runs to the barn um, and he's got his firework w- with him uh, and he throws it at uh, which the crite picks up and eats it um, which I thought this was quite cool yeah uh, um, so he eats it and he's sort of like you know he, he has a little bit of a munch and then you you can hear the explosion inside the crite and then his face kind of you know puffs out like his cheeks puff out where the there's a bit of smoke yeah, from his mouth he gives out a little wheeze yeah, and then it just collapses, Death. which I thought was quite cool because yeah. you'd, you'd expect it maybe to explode. Um, but I thought this was quite fun. That means we're down to seven crites. It also means, though, that to stop this invasion, Brad just needs to have seven more firecrackers. Just to throw bombs at them. Yeah, because yeah, dra- they'll eat anything. And it's like, Brad, you've got about 40 of these things in your room. All you yeah. need is seven of them, so just... just Walk around your farm going, there's one, yum yum, throw it over. Oh, there's another one. Ooh, fancy a snack, throw it over. Pop, <laughs> pop, pop. Have it done in 20 minutes, you can go back upstairs and have your dinner. Yeah, um, but anyway, then Charlie gets to the police station um, and he's saying, like, call the sheriff. Yeah. Um, Sal, who's and- dressed like an old version of Harley Quinn for some reason. <laughs> now, at some point, she's got fucking hair curlers in her hair. Not quite yet, but she certainly does, yeah. I didn't figure that when one out. When did that happen? I don't know. I've got a whole discrepancy with time in, in, in coming up anyway. Of mm. who's doing what and what fucking times it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, anyway... And again, I think this is just to pad out that the, the bounty hunters are, out, are causing... They're looking for the crites. Yeah. I mean, they were right next to them. They found a hollowed out <laughs> fucking cow. <laughs> we'll just <laughs> go in the opposite mar- direction. With teeth marks. Yeah. Let's just, you know, they're not very clever. <laughs> they're yeah. not very good trackers. Uh, so anyway, uh, there's a, 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 a church service A really going on. weird way of starting this scene as well. We get one note on an organ. 
Yeah. It just started. Like, with, <laughs> that's it. Like, hey. Um, and uh, yeah, so then the car smashes into the church, um, and um, they get out of the car. The bounty hunters do go into the church, and the bounty hunter changes to the priest or the vicar or whatever. Um, but then they decides to blow up the fucking church. Yeah, why? Like, why? Because like, the woman faints. He was oh. playing the organ badly, so she falls on the organ, and it makes more noise. But that doesn't. They know what krites are. They know what krites do. So why would they think that the organ is a krite? If they're, are they that on edge? So anything makes a sudden noise, they just blow it up. They blow the organ up, and then they blow the lectern up. Yeah. Um, what You know, where the, the vicar was standing. Um, and then they just back away, don't they, and just leave. In the car, quite a, a funny, a nice gag. Um, so he thinks he's going backwards, but actually he's going forwards. Yeah. Um, you know, so... Um, and then the family is sort of getting up all the defences, getting, the, you know, they've got some guns that, you know, they're talking about barricading themselves in and whatever. And, um, uh, and then they go to leave... Yeah, because Helen wants to stay and Jay wants to go. Yeah. So and then, Jay wins because he's the man. But they leave and the, the bolt locks them out behind them. I was like, God, that's a fucking loose bolt, isn't it? You'd yeah. think with him being fixing shit, he would have sorted that out. He would have noticed that's happened before. You would have <laughs> You'd thought. think so, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, it locks them out on the porch. Uh, so they go off, discover that the uh, the truck has been eaten. This is what I was saying earlier on. Yeah. I think they 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 like gremlins. They rip stuff up and damage it, but I don't know whether they. But it's like it. they, I don't know. It's like they ripped up the seats, so all the springs are sticking out. Are they clever enough to know that they can't? Did they do it just to be to be uncomfortable? I don't know. Did it seem to be anything else? But then they remember that Steve's car's there, so they go to Steve's car. But unfortunately, Crite, they open the, mm. they open the door, Crite, and it, you know, they, they find out, and this is never really explained, and it only happens to one of them, that they're getting bigger. Yes. Um, is this because it's eating? Is this the one that eat, ate the cow? Or yeah, I did wonder, is, is it to do with the amount they're eating? Oh, uh, that's the only, thing, the only reason I can think of it. How big do they get? Do they I just grow until they're the size of a planet? I don't know. Um... But so anyway, they, they freak out, run back to the house, discover that they can't get in. Doi. Um And uh, so the dad gets bitten again. <laughs> He's just like a travelling buffet, this man, isn't he? <laughs> um, and then the the so the mom's now taking a bit of charge. She's got the shotgun and she whacks one off uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> of with the butt of the gun. Um, and then Brad, so he runs off. Because he, the thing about, I'm just sorry. Did you notice anything about Brad that not bothered you, but just an observation of him? Uh, Ginger. Other than that, freckles. No, I didn't notice that. Uh, Precocious little bastard. He'd always got his mouth open. You're right. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't know why that bothered me. Oh no, it's annoying when people do that. Sat there. Constantly mouth ajar, but not looking in wonder, just looking in like. It's it's it's, it, and then it made me think of that line that um, oh, Jesse Ventura's character says in um, 
in Predator. Bunch of slack-jawed faggots around here. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. <laughs> Where he calls them slack-jawed. Yes. And adds another word on the end. Yes. Uh, and it just made, I just kept thinking about that every time I saw him. I just kept thinking, you're a slack-jawed so-and-so. Yeah. Uh, uh, but, uh, <laughs> people will know what I'm talking about if they've seen that film. Um, so anyway, then... Um, so Brad's climbing up the tree to get into the house to let them back in, which you know he's you know he's kind of become the man of the the, the house, to, so, so to speak. Hasn't well, that's he? because he's, half he's, his he's, dad is being digested by overly vicious furry hedgehogs at the moment. Yeah, he's using all of the things that he would have got in trouble for, like climbing the tree, getting the explosives, getting his slingshot, all this kind of stuff. But he's actually using it to save the family, isn't he? Now, yeah. so um, do we think Bart Simpson was based on Brad in Critters? You know what? I was. I mean, I think. Did the Simpsons come before Critters? I. I honestly. I don't think. Thought, yeah, don't before think before eighty six. But you know, he's a scamp. He's got. Yes. A, he's got a slingshot and a, like explosive or cherry bombs. Bart had those in the early days. Scampers yeah. out of his window, climbs down a tree, doesn't get on with his sister. You know what? It reminded me of, and I, and this isn't. It wasn't the Simpsons. The cartoon. Is it Bart versus the Space Mutants. Yes. yes. I had that going through my mind multiple times when I was watching this yeah. film um, because of those, probably those reasons that you've just mentioned. But uh, anyway, so the shotgun, mum has got the shotgun. She can't load it for shit. No, she's freaking out. She's panicking. Um, Brad manages to let them in. And then the why? Cr- why are the critters crites? Why? Right, because they're, they're, they're there at the front door. They're there at the steps. There's, is there two or three of it's them? Two, I think it's two of them. I think it's two, two of them in the yeah. foreground climbing the steps. Why are they suddenly moving so slowly? Slowly, yeah. Well, I don't know why, yeah. because it, they're puppets, and we didn't we didn't have the technology to make the puppets walk, so they're just sort of hovering at the edge of the stairs. But, um, yeah, it's like, can I get you? But they're not, because it would... They've got, they're at the bottom of, like, two wooden steps, and before mm. they get to the top, Brad has climbed a tree gone in the house unlocked the door and dragged everyone in and they're still not at the top of them steps um and then they have a little conversation between themselves um, <laughs> yeah which is quite funny they, it's like again subtitled yeah. I, can't, I can't even imitate the the language that they do no. but <laughs> yeah um it's basically that they have weapons and then the other one goes so what and then shotgun goes off and then the other one goes Fuck. <laughs> yeah. So that's another dead one. So we, are we, so that's the second dead one, isn't it? So we're down to six now. Yes. So I'm just trying, uh, trying to keep crate count. Yes. Um, so then we're at the bowling alley and uh, Charlie is there. Now, this is the thing, right? He went to the sheriff's. Uh, he went to the, you know, the. the yeah, went to see Sal. Police station. Yeah. yeah. And he says, call the sheriff, whatever. Next thing you see, he's in the fucking bowling alley well, getting pissed. Well, Sal tells him that... He, does he get told that he might be at the bowling alley? Oh, so God, has Charlie gone to the bowling alley thinking, I've got to speak to Harv. I've got to speak to Harv. He's bursting the front door thinking, I've got to speak to Harv. Oh, bar. And then just got <laughs> wankered instead. <laughs> yeah, because he's in the bar and he's, he's getting pissed and he's annoying the, uh, the barman. <laughs> the barman just keeps topping him up and then just leaves the bottle there. Yeah. It's like, who's paying for all this? Well, but still. It's another night in the cells for Charlie. Isn't it? This is how it happened. This is his life. Every night he goes to the bowling alley, irritates the barman. Barman just thinks, oh, fuck it. Oh, I can do- it's cheap-ass bourbon. 
he can have that. I'll get the and he'll get arrested and he'll spend the night in the cells. Mm. Um. But so, so anyway, the bounty hunters turn up at the bowling alley. Put one of them. Well, <laughs> they um, suddenly Johnny rip Steel. the door off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they again. What are they doing? I get. I get that they're aliens and they're like probably thinking, "What is this?" But he picks up a bowling ball. He's clearly got super strength or whatever, haven't they? Because yeah. he ripped the fucking door off. But also, he picks the bowling ball up, not with the holes, but just in his just hand. Just in his hand. Um, and then he launches it, like he throws it, and it destroys the pins. Yeah, does a Superman 3. Um, and um, then he goes. they go to the bar. I've got to uh, point out, though, when they walk in, everyone's sniggering at them because of their red leather gear. Because their outfits, yeah, But yeah, all yeah. of the men in there are wearing beautiful, flamboyant bowling shirts. And they're <laughs> laughing at other people's fashion sense. Yeah, that was the other thing that made me think of Spart, um, Bart versus Spades Mutants. Because there's a bit where you go to the bowling alley, you know, yeah. the bowlerama, isn't there? You know. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, then you... Uh, um, they're in the bar. They're asking for the Kreitz. Like... <laughs> um, and th- then... He changes his face again. Yeah, he sees Charlie, doesn't he? Charlie. It's like... Why? But he looks different to Charlie because Charlie's a bit of a bedraggled old yeah. fucker. He's like a, um, like a tight... What Charlie would look like if Charlie wasn't an alcoholic. He's got, you know, tidy hair. He's a bit less unshaven. Yes. Um, uh, he, he doesn't look like he's got HIV or... <laughs> <laughs> or you know, where his face is all drawn and sunken, or whatever. Um, and uh, but so then again, they, they cause damage and yeah. destruction. Well, yeah, and there's a gun. Isn't there a gunshot on t on the TV or something in the bar? So then they yeah. just decide to blow everything up. Because <laughs> yeah, they're about to get into a fight with um, these local hicks. Yeah. Um, no, and this made me think because obviously this came up before Predator, but. Is he a bit like the predator because he copies what he's he is say? Is it is this other because he says uh, something like you know? Um, oh, he is he, a phrase that said why well, is it the barman or something like that? Or he, he he hears a phrase and he basically copies it, which is what the predator does. Yeah. Um, but it's like is he is this second one that ha- keeps constantly changing his face? Just totally brainless is he the idiot one yeah it's just like the other one seems to have a bit more about him the other other one's a leader for a reason this one can't even choose a face no and it doesn't know what to say it doesn't seem to understand it maybe maybe you're so worried about like fitting in and not having a face he forgot to watch that little video that the other one watched and pay any attention to it so he's just turning up into earth society not having a clue yeah um uh, and again, he's not discreet about doing it, like changing faces, because he changes it in front of people, yeah. which freaks them out. Um, so anyway, then there's another call to the sheriff who... and uh, What's going on here? Right, this is what I mean. The- <laughs> right, the bowling competition is going on, so yeah. it's not that late. They're expecting Jay. Yeah. And he's, he's the, he's the, is Harv supposed to be going? I don't... Well, I don't... I've, I don't know, but they, well, they also say earlier, yeah. Jake's never this late, which implies that yeah. he's always late anyway, just not that late. Jay's off the team if he's if he can't fucking keep timing. But um, <coughs> anyway, it's the same time as the bowling competition, so we could probably say, 
what's a reasonable time for a bowling competition to start? I don't know, what, eight, o'clock. eight o'clock, yeah. Seven or eight o'clock, yeah. Sal is at the station with her fucking curlers in. <laughs> Does she sleep there then? Is that her home? But no, she's... Or is she on her way out? Like, you know, does the police station shut at a certain time? Who puts the fucking curlers in at work? But then the <laughs> sheriff, the sheriff's in fucking bed asleep. <laughs> she wakes him up and it's like she's woken him up at three in the morning. It's like grumpy because he's just been woken up. And it's like, hold on, it's eight o'clock at night. All of your so-called friends are bowling. What are you doing asleep, you lazy, useless shit? because <laughs> she's got a crowd of people around uh, her you know who all claim that the reverend has shot a uh, reverend and charlie have shot up the <laughs> the bar and, even uh, though uh, some of those people are the people who witnessed this red leather clad person's face changing in front of them yeah um and then so and also did you notice <laughs> the sheriff harv has got like he's ripped it out of a newspaper or something, and a, a picture of Dolly Parton. Uh, it's it, it's on his <clears throat> it's next to his bedside oh, table. I didn't see that. No, no, I didn't. It's see like, that. but it's like it's not even as if he sat down and he's cut it out in a nice square or you know the the outline of this picture. He's like he's just ripped it out. <laughs> just I'll stick that on my wall with a pin. Is that is is that his? You know, his uh, self pleasure photograph. Yeah. Is he, <laughs> is he married? I don't know. You don't you don't see another person no. in the bed, but you only see his side of the bed. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, anyway, so <clears throat> um then um you're back at the house. Yeah. Jay Jay's uh, not in good shape now, he's all sort of in and out of consciousness because this is the thing, it's never really explained. They explain that they well they are poisoned, I assume, these uh, spines. Yes. Is, well, they didn't knock Jay out, but it seems to knock everyone else out. But he, they say, yeah, yeah, if they're left in the skin, I think it keeps them uh, sedated. Oh, right. Well, okay. Yeah, I, I, that's what I took from it. Whereas uh, it sort of knocks them out temporarily, doesn't it? You know, I'm guessing so it makes them so that they can be eaten. Um. But yeah, so the. They're in the house. Mum loses a call a bit and shouts at Brad. Shouts at Brad and tells him to look at the windows uh, where he's more likely to be in danger. Yeah. Um, uh, and then... Oh. Brad, so Brad's sort of like... <laughs> go on. Brad goes up to April. It's my favourite conversation of the entire film. It's just Brad goes, April? Yeah? You okay? Yeah. That's it. <laughs> That's as warm as they get to each other for most of the film. Yeah. And then a crike comes through the window. Yes, and um, and spikes the mom yeah. in the neck. <clears throat> um, so she's incapacitated. Um, and then Brad gets the shotgun um, uh, because, again, there's like a cry and it's eating its way out of the sofa or something. Something isn't like it? that, yeah. Um, and then he, so he trips over shoots a ceiling fan um which happens to just it's so you know it's fortuitous because it happens to crush the cry yeah does that kill it then i think so That's because it's I sort thought. of like in a so we're down in to a puddle five of, now yeah yeah so that's accidental um, killing that one because it's not that heavy either really is it so the no the these things the, the, could pull a man around but they could be crushed and killed by a by a ceiling fan falling what four foot 
Five foot. And uh, yeah, so I mean, one of them gets whacked with a shotgun, the butt of a shotgun, which you think would do some damage, but this one just gets smacked with yeah. a ceiling fan. It's not and like it gets the crushed. fan's spinning around like mental. It chops it up. It just lands on its bonds. Yeah. Um, so and then there's a, they run upstairs. They go upstairs, and he sets fire to another one. Well. It doesn't but it, set fire to it, does it? Because I, I don't think they've had enough puppets. Because I'm sure the puppet itself isn't on fire. There's just fire in front of it. It's going... Um, it sort of ro- rolls through the flame, doesn't it? Sort of, yeah. It rolls away. There's smoke. But I think the balls were a different puppet, weren't they? So the ball was sort of on fire or smoking. But the actual animatronic, or whatever the fuck it was, puppet, don't think they set fire to that. It just made it... They put it behind the fires. <clears throat> so it looked like it was on fire. And it goes into the it, toilet. Yes. Um, a bit like Ghoulies. Now, what came out first, Ghoulies or Critters? Ghoulies. Right. So he had never seen Gremlins or Ghoulies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I call bullshit. <laughs> um, anyway, so the sheriff's now playing a bit of catch-up because he's at the church and people are freaking out. Um, and then the police... He gets a phone call saying that there's been a disturbance at the Bolarama. Um, so then he's on his way there. Uh, and then um, uh, Brad and the family are now sort of holed up in the bedroom. Uh, Brad offers to go and get help, which he's, Jay's reluctant for initially. Um, and then Brad and April have a nice little moment where they make up. Um, oh, yeah, true. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, uh, it only takes like, you know, an alien invasion to, to bring the family together, yeah. I guess. Um so then uh, Brad's outside um, and well, the... I would like, sorry, would like to point out Brad's plan, April does not offer to help. No. So I'm not fucking going anywhere. <laughs> and you imagine she's faster than him. Yeah, she's um, got longer legs. She's yeah. bigger. She's probably stronger. Yeah, so yeah, they might make up, but it's like, yeah, I'm never seeing you again, you little ginger maker. <laughs> I'll send you to your death. Yeah. yeah. Good uh, luck. Good luck, Brad. Yeah, love you. Yeah, love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Dibs on his room. Um, he's got a really hard bed. Kay pointed this out to me the other day. He's like when we <laughs> she watched a bit of it. So he like he jumps on his bed at one point and it doesn't move. It's like God, his bed's like got bricks yeah. under it or something. Um. Anyway, so then he goes outside and he goes to get his bike. And there's a crate standing right would, next to it. Would you believe it? What are the chances? And the thing is, I thought it was quite funny because he's like a bit of a bully or whatever in it because he just knocks his bike over. He's like, <laughs> yeah. fuck you. Um, and then the the dad, again, in, you know, ingeniously or whatever. I mean, he, he makes a homemade flamethrower. Yes, I have a can of something or other and a lighter taped to it. I think we've all done that. Yes, we? uh, or we've we've got a lighter or a match, yeah, and, a, and we've and put a it in can front of links. Yes, we tried but, cutting one of my friend's brother's hair like that once. Oh, really? Yeah, we just sort of got his, got his hair, sort of <laughs> combed it up a bit, and then just burnt the ends off on one side of the comb, just Jesus. to see if that'd work. It didn't That's... work very well. No. <laughs> That's <laughs> dangerous. Had, well, no, we, we, we pointed the flame upwards. We weren't pointing it down at his head. We sort of angled it so the flame... There's no intention to injure him. It was just to see if you could get a really cheap, quick haircut. It, it didn't go very well. No. Yeah. Mind you, you do see that, don't you? Like with uh, some... Is it like Turkish barbers or whatever? And they set fire to the hair. Do they? Why do they do that? Yeah, I've seen videos of that. Um, and then, uh, like... 
Yeah, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Uh, it's but I've I've seen videos of it. I've not seen um, that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just point out when uh, when Brad goes into the barn to run away from the critter, he uh, there was a convenient eye hole. He looks through it and he sees like one of the critters grow even more. Yes, because they're in the chicken coop, yes. aren't they? But yeah. Um, but yeah, Jay's got a flamethrower, or Jay makes a flamethrower, April holds a pole, and Helen kind of wakes up. Yes. So yeah, they're all getting tooled up, and then um, next door, again, a scene, a scene not dissimilar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the Gremlins bar scene, but what it, if it, we had no budget? <laughs> yes, um, where the critters are destroying Jay's room. Yeah. Um, I, they're I mean, oh oh, it's it's really it's really raucous, isn't it? I mean, one of them eats a fish. <laughs> Two of them <laughs> even rip up a pillow. The fucking yeah. fiends. They're they're yeah they're damaging the bed. There's feathers everywhere. Yeah. And then one of them sees an E.T. doll, um, which I'm thinking, I mean, E.T. came out in 1982. Yeah. So this this film is set four years after E.T. Also and appears in Gremlins, that exact same doll as well. Yes. Um, yeah, Stripe and, comes out from it where he's hiding in the yes. department store. Yes. Which, again, is a scene that happened earlier on, which isn't dissimilar to no. that. In, uh, never seen it though never seen never, it nev- no it's not based on gremlins but no. <laughs> it's quite uh, funny because you see all the individual shots of these critters doing stuff and then it's like a panning shot of the whole room showing them all being naughty and at that point it's like yeah th- those 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 two crites ripping the pillow that's just two people with pan puppets yes not doing much uh, and, the, and so the one that's sort of sat opposite um E.T. It's almost like he's communicate. He's trying to communicate with him because he recognises that he's an alien, perhaps. Um, but in the end, he just bites his head yeah. off, uh, doesn't he? Um, we, we do get a shot of something bigger lurking outside, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, so yeah, and there's like a big stomping one that's walking past the window. Um, you just see the shadow of it, yeah. um, and then so uh, Brad then is on the highway. And um, there's not many locations used in it because this is the same highway where the car went off. The, yep. Uh, also, the, ditch. the same one where Charlie, I think, saw the spaceship. And yeah. Dropped his whiskey. Uh, yeah. Um, so he sees the bounty hunters, which nearly run him over, but managed to stop in front of him. Um, and then um, the uh, the the Kreitz are breaking into the room, and uh, somebody with a rubber hand. <laughs> 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 yeah, grabs April because yeah, this is the bigger the bigger crime. Yeah, but through a dresser drawer or something. Yeah, so you're assuming that he's smashed through the wall, the outside wall, and now he's smashing through the barricade. But how did he know to go to that exact point? I don't know. I I don't I don't but either. He- um, Helen just loses her fucking shit. Yes, <laughs> and does a bit of the mom in gremlins yeah decides to kill off a few of them yeah well she she, she yeah she shotguns another one outside the bedroom door so we're down to four yes um she misses another one and then asks jay for more ammo and jay says well that was it yeah um i think there's two 
as they round the round the uh, top of the stairs, there's two on the stairs, which obviously are their weakness, so they're moving very, very slowly because you can't have the puppets climbing stairs. And the front of the house blows up because yes. our uh, lovely bounty hunters are here to be careful. Yes, and they basically destroy the house, pretty yeah. much, don't they? Um, oh, no, and they're then... lousy shots. These are supposed are. to be the best the galaxy has. Yeah, Um so then Brad goes after Chewie. Yeah, because he hears a... Uh, and um, then the sheriff turns up. Um, they destroy oh. the toilet crate. Yeah, toilet crates, and then down to three. So two so bigs and one, two big and one small. No, one yeah. big and two small. Yeah. One, well, sorry, one big, yeah. And then um, Charlie Alien then confronts the sheriff. Yeah, this confused me. And is it because... The sheriff fires his gun at one and misses, and then Charlie Alien confronts him and says something about you're not going to take our job or something. Something like that. And throws him out the window. Yeah, he, well, he fucking murders him because he throws him through a glass window. <laughs> he smashes through like the banister of the, the the porchy bit onto the ground outside. He's cut to ribbons. He's he's bleeding out in real life. He's dead. Yeah, um, and then Brad finds Chewie, and then the big cry attacks um and um yeah the oh, what i don't know i mean uh, what, what 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 do you think's better for the cr- the critters or the crites for them to be small harder to hit and attacking packs or to have just one giant fucking one that's small Yes. Because, well, it doesn't I, matter with these bounty hunters because the bounty hunter tries to shoot the big one and fucking misses yet again. Yes. The big one jumps out of the window. Uh, I think they're better small rather than... I, I like the idea that they grow, but it's never... Re- this is the thing. I don't know why. Maybe it happens in the second one. I thought the bounty hunters gave more of an explanation about what the Krites were or how they functioned and what they do. But we get nothing. Mm. Not a thing. Yeah. They just... Yeah. What, why has only one grown big? They've all been eating stuff now. So why are they not all getting bigger? How big know. do they get? We don't know that. It, it's odd. Is that the leader? Do they have a leader? Oh, yeah. I was just going to say, maybe that one's the leader. I don't know. Maybe uh, only one. The, the leader. like A bit like Stripe. Yeah. You know, he's the sort of like the, the boss of them all. But then maybe he should have. Well, maybe they were thinking, right, we're going to have one that goes bigger. We just need something to differentiate him. And the director went, I know. Why don't we make... Uh, like a a small part of the his hair that runs from the front of his head to the back of his head. Why don't we make that white? And then when someone <laughs> said uh, that was in Gremlins, and he went Gremlins. Oh, I've never seen Gremlins. <laughs> I tell you what, we won't do that just in case people think we've seen Gremlins. Hmm. Um, but anyway, they capture April. Why? And well, I, I'm guessing because they need a snack now because like they're fucking they're on Deliveroo. The way back. Is it then? <laughs> They're on the way back to um, to the spaceship. But why? Why because... are they suddenly leaving? Well, I'm getting because their <clears> numbers <throat> are getting thinner now, aren't they? So they, they've had a few killed off. So maybe they're thinking, "Oh, fuck this! We'll take a snack. We'll find another planet, and then we'll go there." Look, one little scene of the two crites just saying, "Fuck this! Let's go." Yeah, I, I, yeah. But they, they. So anyway, the drag. The big one's dragging April, even though <gasps> we, we established earlier on that. They can drag a a, hu- a a grown man under the car, like even in their little form. So, what I, and then what there's two I, little ones I, sat on yeah, it. Yeah, that was quite funny. 
But what I don't get is, right, clearly the man in the suit is actually struggling a bit to, to drag this limp actress. It's like, yank, step, yank, step, yank, step. Like, quite slow. But he's got to, a bit, within about 10 foot of his spaceship, in about... He has jumped out of the window, kidnapped April, and got right near the spaceship in about 30 seconds flat. Mm, so, yeah. I wondered, if, did he pick April up and... Did he encompass her and sort of fold her into a crevice? And did he roll in a giant ball? I don't know. Uh, yeah, just got there know. very quick. Just got there very quickly. Very quickly, yeah. So anyway, Brad runs into human Charlie, and um, they see the the crites dragging April off to the spaceship. So um, Brad sneaks into the ship and wakes April up. And the Kreutz are sort of preparing for takeoff at this stage, <laughs> with their little hands <laughs> on the, you know, the, um, the on the, the controls, which is quite cute. Um, and then, so Brad's idea is to blow up the ship yeah. with these sticks of dynamite. It's not a very sturdy uh, ship, or that's a very explosive. Well, as we said, he's he's creating some very powerful explosives. Yeah, because if it was a firecracker, you'd think that's not going to do shit. Yeah, it's going to make this you got... jump, isn't it? Oh, what was that? Oh. Yeah, you know, like those little... Um... Oh, God. Not caps. Are you talking about those the, little uh... paper things that you used to buy in boxes and throw on the ground? Throw on the floor yeah. and they bang. Yes. You annoy yeah, old yeah. people with them. <laughs> there was like little little stories in the local newspaper that roustabouts have been using these little banging pellets that they got from like the fair when it turned up and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you couldn't buy them in regular shops, could you? <laughs> no. <It's> always... <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, anyway, then the ship starts up and um, it, it, there's... Uh, there's a lack of tension in this. I've got to go find April! And he goes to the ship. Oh, there she is. There she is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm okay now. Just, I'll just get out. And then the big crite goes to attack Brad. So he just, I don't know, goes goes in a different direction and escapes it. Yeah, well, that, um, that, that was that weren't very tense. No, not really. But so they managed to escape, and then Charlie, because he's pisshead, uh, uses his um, his whiskey as a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. He's that drunk. He you he rather than Brad, give me your lighter. He just says, "Give me your fire." <laughs> I just thought it was a really <laughs> odd way of phrasing it. Like he doesn't. Uh, he's that uh, thick. He doesn't understand how fire can be. It's like. That Brad, he's some kind of magician. He can conjure up fire just with his fingers. <laughs> um, so anyway, he throws it into the ship, and uh, this is Charlie kind of saves the day, I suppose, because yeah. there's, you know. Um, so then the the Kreutz take off. Now I completely forgot about this. I just thought it was quite funny because it just shows that complete and utter bastards. They blow, <laughs> they blow up the house. Yep. <laughs> And laugh, yeah, which is quite funny. Um, but then this is the scene that I think you were talking yeah. about, uh, where they know that, or they figure out that there's a stick of dynamite. Again, that just blows my fucking mind that he's got a stick of dynamite, um, and then the uh, the ship gets blown up. Yeah, um, which also seems to sort of blow the house up again. Uh, or do they reuse yeah. part of the shot of the house blowing up? Because you see the spaceship go boom. And there's a close-up of explosion, but that's the explosion they used for the house. It's a big old explosion, mm. isn't it? Um, so anyway, then Brad thanks the bounty hunters, and uh, Johnny Steele gives him... A space pager. ...something yeah. <laughs> off his belt, and says, oh, call me. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I was say, call me, and I was like, for what is it? He's a pedo, he's a space pedo. 
And the other thing uh, is, the bounty hunters are going to get paid for this job. They've done nothing. Mm. They've done They've fuck done, all. No. They haven't killed the Kreutz at all. They haven't killed a Kreutz. Yeah. Old El- Useless bricks. Oh, no, they killed the one in the toilet. They have killed one. Oh, yeah. Oh, the one that was fucking cornered. Yeah. The one that was in a toilet. So, yeah, there was the- so eight Kreutz, three in the ship, which they, yeah. So they killed one out of eight. Mm. And they're going to go to his eminence fucking albino space penis and go, uh, oh, yeah, you know those Kreutz? Yeah, we dealt with them. Mm. Um, so then the char uh, the Charlie Charlie then goes <laughs> off after the bounty hunters. Now I seem to remember in the second one, does he does he go off with them? Is he does Charlie become a, a bounty hunter? Is Charlie part of the bounty the aliens? I don't the, know. He's I definitely. I'm sure he's in two at some point. He's in. I think he's in two, three, and four. Is he based on his IMDb? Yeah. So he's clearly. So is, it, is it him or does? Oh, I don't know. I was going to say, or does one of the bounty hunters go? Yeah, I like that Charlie's face. I'm going to keep. That's going to be my all. I mean, that's my face all the time now. And then See, the other, okay. then Johnny Steele's like, we do know if you only keep that face, we can't do any other jobs anywhere else in the galaxy now. Yeah. Also, I seem to remember one of the bounty hunters dying in the second one. And ah, uh, could that then be Charlie? Char- takes- I think maybe Charlie takes over. It couldn't be any fucking work. I'm, I'm assuming it's not the Johnny Steele one who dies then. I'm assuming it's the se- no the shit it's one. the thick one. So Johnny yeah, Steele yeah, thinks, yeah. fuck it, I'll yeah. have another useless git as a sidekick. <laughs> uh, so anyway, then the next day, they go back to the destroyed house. And then like the beeper on this, whatever it is, that Johnny Steele gave Brad goes off. And then the house starts to rebuild. Yeah, what the in- fuck? What the... What? In slow, slow slow motion reverse shots. What the hell? Uh, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I, again, I genuinely didn't remember any of this. It's fucking space um, wizardry. Where's this come from? Where's this space magic come from? <laughs> We've been told, you know, old cockhead told us that they destroy too much stuff. Yet one of them has got a magic space pager that specifically, this specifically builds that house. How did that pager know what the hell? Ha- what? Uh, yeah, I, 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 it's a happy ending though, isn't it? Because uh... it, it, bollocks. I mean, it, it, it is, no, it is, but it's bollocks. I, I was, I was well up for them. Just all right, their house is blown up. They'll rebuild it. I wasn't expecting yeah. space magic to rebuild it, and then to the point that it comically puts Chewie in the fucking letterbox. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then the alien ship f- flies over uh, for one last, yeah. um, one last turn. Um, but again, I quite like the ending um, because then, you know, the camera then pans away from the family and the house. Uh, we're all happy now. And it gets a little POV shot again and goes to the chicken coop where you see three eggs. But surely they're the... going to notice them. A little giggle. <laughs> Helen, in her <laughs> breakfast duties, I'm assuming is going to go to the chicken coop to collect the day's eggs. And she's going to notice these three hideous, green, grey, bulbous, nobbled eggs and think... She's not going to think, i tell you what, I think one of our chickens might be a bit ill. I won't eat them, I'll mm. just leave them. You'd be like, it's fucking alien eggs them. You smash them in, you did them with a sledgehammer. Or you might actually <laughs> crack them open and eat, fry one just to see what it tastes like. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, but there you go, that was um, Critter's... So, um, what did you think? I'm in a tough one again, because I'll be honest, when I watched it, well, no, when I watched the first half, 
I like the start. I like I like the whole bit in space. I thought that was a good setup, good use of budget. You know, nothing expensive or extravagant, but was was nicely done for the first few minutes. I then got really bored for some reason. It seems it's only an eighty-six minute film, but it seemed to take like a while for anything to happen. And it's not like the character. It's not like the characters are deep, so there's much to really learn about any of them. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I've enjoyed talking about it and I didn't hate it. It's certainly not anything like the worst film we've watched, but I, because of that thing where I was, in my head, I'm continuously comparing it to like a Gremlins or, or another film like that. And it just seems like the, the, the lack of budget stuck out to me more in this film than other ones. I don't think we got a good look at a, at a critter. You know, it's all all of the actions all at night and it's all really dark I just wanted to see a bit more of them and I wanted I wanted them to be a bit more threatening because like almost watching the trailer it's like yeah they are mischievous but they are actually supposed to be dangerous so mm. they might be mischievous but they're supposed to be deadly you know they fire things into your neck that will knock you out they you know the first thing they do is eat a police officer yet after that it's almost like oh they they have a good chomp on Jay obviously, but after that it's like they're more there's irritants rather than anything and I don't know yeah. I didn't I know it's a like a horror sci-fi comedy I think it could have lent more into it could have lent more into the horror while keeping the humour in it just to make them so they are they feel more dangerous they didn't feel particularly dangerous in this I don't think mm. I think I, I think sort of I found it all right. I think, yeah, it's not not a yeah. It's not, uh, yeah, it's not a bad film, but I just I felt its budget and I felt its, I don't know, its smallness, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I, I, and like I said, you can see that with the, you know, a lot of the locations are used again, aren't they? Yeah. Um, uh, so, from my point of view, like I said, I I remember limited amounts of it to be honest with you from when I watched it. I say it's been a long time since I watched this. I actually quite liked it. I thought it was... I mean, it's don't get me wrong. When I was scoring it on Letterboxd or, or you know, rating it, I gave it three out of five, actually. <laughs> because I thought, in terms of the length, it didn't drag. Um, yeah, it, you know, it's got some nice effects. Um, it's a bit daft. Um, you know, it's... Yeah, it... Like you said, I mean, the critters themselves, they're not threatening or or uh, they killed two people don't they they yeah. killed jay and steve and that's it and then they just fuck around they you know they, they they don't do a massive amount but yeah it's it, it just i don't know I, I i did actually quite like it i thought it was um yeah i can't really say any more than it was oh it was all right you know it's, it was it's not it, bad. It, it, i just it, wanted to know more about the crites and what you know they're supposed to be that dangerous but why what have they done i don't want i don't want like uh, 500 years ago during the crite wars where blah, blah, i don't need all that but <laughs> there's only eight of them and it turns out you can kill them pretty easily you know they, they, with, they, with they min- are shit yeah, with minimal yeah. casualties you can knock eight down to three and one of them's a big beefy boy now and they were ready to just fuck off yeah so how are they how is eight crites like Good God! They could end a planet. 
But we don't feel like that. It feels like they might, you know, slightly annoy a small town. Yeah, you get the exterminator in or something to take care of them. If they were, if they were on an alien planet, you know, they wouldn't last five seconds no. because you'd think that there'd be some other alien out there that would just destroy them. Yeah. Um, you know, it's set up that you need bounty hunters. They're the, the most feared um, <laughs> creature. Sounds like the galaxy's you know. not a very dangerous place, really, because the worst monsters in the galaxy pretty easy to kill. And the best bounty hunters in the galaxy are rubbish. So when we do yeah. get spaceships, we'll go out there going, fuck me, we're going to shit ourselves because everything's way more advanced than us. I will be ruling the whole place within about a week and a half. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're not... They're... They haven't got as much character as the Gremlins. No. Um, and, you know, there's... Um... I, I mean, it kind of... It did remind me of, as a kid, I did warm to not necessarily this viewing but it did remind me of i did warn to brad uh warm to him i should say because uh you know he's he's kind of uh well he would have been my age he you know he was he's got access to explosives yeah, and he's got a, he's got a cross uh not a crossbow <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was his 14th uh, birthday yeah he's got you know uh, um a catapult, yeah. you know, and he's he's got he climbs trees and he's he's a bit of a shitbag, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so he's in a giant farm where he can just fuck around and blow shit up. Yeah, you know, so I, I would have warmed to him, um, but you know, and I think, I, well, yeah, if I'm comparing it to Gremlins, then I, I don't know if I preferred him to Billy. Did I prefer him to Billy? I don't know. I I generally, you know, because like I said, looking on Wikipedia, that. This the director said this idea was in paper form anyway, <laughs> uh, which is easy to claim, I guess. Came along way before Gremlins was even a thing, but yet the similarities are undeniable. You you know there are even scenes which you would you can compare them, can't yeah, you? Like definitely. you know the the scene where. Um, it disguises itself amongst the cuddly toys, you know, the scene where uh, they're fucking around in the bedroom, destroying it. So, and it's again, it's set to like, kind of like, how can I describe it? Like pop music, yeah. you know, like the scene in the bar, you know what I mean? It's like then, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, I, I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I enjoyed going back to it. It didn't ruin any memories. And, but um, I, I, I don't know if I'm, prepared to watch the second one <laughs> didn't, or any more it, it than didn't that ruin my memory so i remember at the time preferring i think i'd seen gremlins first preferring gremlins and i wanted this to be a bit more horrary um and ruin any memories but it, again it's I, I don't know i don't know why it always felt like a missed opportunity maybe slightly but it, there's nothing there's nothing abhorrent about this film at all if you've got 86 minutes to spare you could do way worse yeah yeah if you're curious yeah. about Gremlin, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're curious about Critters, then uh, and you haven't watched it for a very long time, then uh, yeah, it's it's not a bad watch. Yeah. Definitely, it's a fun B movie horror comedy. Yes. Um, so there you go. Anywho, let you said you were going to tease me with a load of clues and stuff. On I I deliberately ignored you because you did this to me over Christmas and it annoyed me. <laughs> I can't um, wait to reveal that one day. <laughs> Um, but no, you. I am desperate to know what is the film that we're going to be watching. What's your pick right. for next movie? I said I was worried. I was. I've worried. I was being too contemporary. Um, 
And then I realised that 1997 was was 25 years ago, which wow. is distressing uh, for me. And I've worked it out. And this film is the same age uh, to someone born today. This film is the same age to them as The Seven Samurai is to me, which is bonkers. Mm. Um, so, yeah, this is, I think this will be by some way the newest film that we've watched. And I haven't watched it again. I realised, I thought, I haven't watched this since my 20s. And I thought, that's a fucking long time ago. Because I'm, I'm, when we'd like say, oh, this film was in 1985, I th- I, in my head, it's like, God, I haven't seen that for 20 years. And yeah. it's like, oh, no, it's longer, you twat. It's a lot longer than that. So, yeah. Right. Ooh. I'll try and give you some clues for some of the cast. So, cast member number one. A small Dutch ghost. Sorry, say that again. So, this is a cast member? Yes. But I'm giving you cryptic clues to their actual names. Oh, fuck This is all because as I was typing messages to you in WhatsApp, you were just going typing, typing, typing. (laughs) So, yeah. So, one of your cast members, if you could unravel the clues, small Dutch ghost, you've got him. Um, Okay. Um, Right. Uh, Zod. Zod's favourite order, double-barrelled. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, so, oh, I, Zod. I, I thought of another one. Oh, no, please don't. So, <laughs> David, ha- David Hasselhoff ditches Kit for a wheelchair. Um, are these, is this the film or is this the cast members? Cast members. Oh, God. The actual actor's name. So we'll, we'll um, go with Zod's favourite order, double barreled. No. I'm talking classic Zod here. So what does Zod like people to do? N- oh, Neil. Yes. Oh, so Neil. Neil. Uh, so Neil somebody there. Double barreled. Ne- Neil. 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 Son. Neil. <laughs> Neil. Neil. <laughs> You've got, you got one out of three. So, Neil. So, there you go. So, can you get the film from Neil? Uh, fucking hell. Um, I'm not typing into Google. Okay, no, no, no. no. We'll, move on to the ne- <laughs> we'll move on to the next one. David Hasselhoff ditches Kit for a wheelchair. You might get it after this one. So... Right, David Hasselhoff ditches Kit. So what was David Hasselhoff's character's name in Knight Rider? Michael Knight. So Mike... No. Michael. Yeah. yeah. So he's ditched Kit for a wheelchair. So think of Michael... a character who was in a wheelchair. Uh... Like a detective who was in a wheelchair. I was going to say Professor X, but that's no, that's not. <laughs> I think it was a detective, anyway. A detective yeah. in a wheelchair. Fuck it. <laughs> um, I, I'm thinking of that um, Denzel Washington film where he's a paraplegic, but that's not right. Um, oh God. 
I don't know. Okay. Quite... A small gu- Dutch ghost. Oh, <laughs> so, think of a think of a child ghost. Casper. Yeah. And if it, oh, if it sounded oh, a bit oh. Dutch. <clears throat> I think I've got it. Oh. I've got it. Is it Starship Troopers? Yes. So hang on a second, then. So we've got Casper Van Dien. Yeah, small Dutch ghost. Yeah. Um, uh, oh, who else is in that? Name? Uh, Z- Zod's name? favorite orders, double barreled. Neil, oh god, he was in the Matrix movie recently. Fuck. Also, Doogie Howser, wasn't he? I've forgotten his name. What was his name? Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, yes. Yeah. And then what was the other one? Um, uh, 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 David Hasselhoff swapped kit for a wheelchair. Oh, Michael Ironside. Yes. Um, Ironside, yes. yes. Of course, yes, he was in a wheelchair. Yes. Fuck me, you're good though, <laughs> aren't you? Even, be- even better that I did the Dutch one earlier. Neil Patrick Harris and, and uh, Michael Ironside made up as we speak on, on, on this show. On the fly. Yeah. There you go. Oh, Clancy oh, Brown. I could have said Egyptians, Egyptians' best friend's mortal enemy. Egyptian yeah. Clancy Clancy Brown was in Highlander Sean Connery played an Egyptian his best friend was Conor McLeod and Conor McLeod's mortal enemy was the uh, what do we call it who was Clancy Brown I've never seen Highlander I've seen what? bits of it he's um what? <laughs> wasn't he supposed to be Spanish I thought he was Spanish was Egyptian or whatever. I, well, I thought whatever. he was Spanish you've never seen Highlander I've seen bits of it I've no, I've never seen the whole thing no I think that was 1986 as well or maybe 1985 anyway i just don't know you <laughs> <laughs> well there you go starship troopers i won't do that again uh, i'll just say what I'm, i'll say what we're doing next time i feel like i've added too much onto the show now <laughs> <laughs> well it'd be interesting for people to see whether they actually guessed it as well or you'll blow your bloody cryptic clues <laughs> um so yeah and anyway this was a, a, a whatsapp conversation just before we should this at the, at the Christmas time <laughs> sorry just went on for weeks sorry I nearly had a fucking stroke then thinking about it so it went on for weeks and you were just sending me little clips and pictures and v- zoomed in so I had, and then little cryptic clues driving me fucking around the bend anyway yeah I only I only gave you clues that contained every single the, included the name of the person who was in the film the name of the character and the film's title no less <sighs> I'm not a very I'm not very good at things like that, <laughs> lateral thinking and whatever. Anyway, mm. so, um, right, if you want to find us and more of the shows and things that we do, then head over to uh, 60mw.co.uk um, and that will show you where everything is, all of the website stuff, it's all good. Uh, if you want to follow uh, us on Twitter, then if you go to at 60MW podcast, uh, that's where all the competitions are and giveaways and all the other bits and pieces. Uh, and I'm at Dastardly Jabby on Twitter. Um, where are you? Where can you be found? I'm at not a monkey, but not talking loudly. Oh, God. <laughs> you do realise that could be quite annoying after a while. Do you annoy, do you annoy your girlfriend? No, no I never... Your fi- your, sorry, your fiancé. <laughs> no, I, ne- I never do that, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Um... <laughs> this is going to be our last show. I've genuinely hurt you. Now. It's been, nice. It's no, been it's... nice speaking to people. And, uh... It's fine, I must admit. And also, I... Um... I have I do quite like the fact that you refer to me as your podcast wife. 
Uh, anyway, uh, right. Thank you for listening. Thank you to you for chatting critters uh, with thank me. Thank you to you. And uh, we'll see you next time for some Starship Troopers. Uh, thanks very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hold on to your soul It's a call of the wild